Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. The results are in. A survey of Inc. 5000 companies shows the top barriers to growth. It's taking finance too long to close the books. So slow to launch new products. We need to hire good people and keep them. Too many disconnected systems. I can't see what's happening in my business. Sounds like they've outgrown their business and financial management systems. QuickBooks and spreadsheets worked fine at the start, but now it takes twice the effort to get things done, and you can't get accurate answers. You should know the number one system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite is the one system that tracks and manages revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce for every industry. Now you can run your business from a dashboard on your phone. That's why thousands of companies use NetSuite. It's the only system you need to run your business. Go to netsuite.com fast to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. That's netsuite.com fast. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Happy Monday. Welcome inside. It is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. More info, visit geico.com. And we have all kinds of craziness. We have big things in the NBA affecting the Super Bowl. But first, Mike Harmon, I understand your attention is kind of split tonight. Well, I've been, yeah, in my head, I've had something swimming all day. Yes, as much as you are ready to talk about 
the AFC and NFC championship games and everything goes along with it. Coaching changes. My Philadelphia accent turning out to be the right accent that Philadelphia fans really have. Something we'll have later on this hour on the show. But you are split because you're thinking of that and you are thinking of Monday Night Raw at 25. 25th anniversary. A lot of the uh, geriatrics out there sprinting around the ring. They made Triple H, who's still in pretty good shape. Uh, however, he's doing it. Uh, they made him look old so he could match his cohort for the night. Uh, I was also thinking about how, you know, coming off of yesterday's thrilling AFC and NFC championships that, well, I hate to tell you, I told you so, Jason Smith. Uh-huh. But for the first of what will be 800 times tonight, Woo! I told you so. Okay. I picked two games. I got them wrong. You got them right. Yeah. <laughs> but my impression of Philadelphia fans, you're going to find, is right on. So, so that's, that's really all you care about? Win. Look, that's you, you don't care about picking that. games. No, credibility doesn't no. matter. You're the worried most, about oh, pick, perfecting I, I, your I, accent. I pick a game wrong and I lose credibility. That's what it is, really. I pick a game wrong. No, I really ah, just wanted to see how I quickly I could get that vein to no, pop no, out of your no. head. No, they, this took is, all of three minutes. This is what's the most important thing. Yeah, that's what they sound when they're greased up, Jason. No, no. Yeah. Pol- Listen, we don't grease up the poles. Although that was all fake news. That didn't happen. You are fake. No, it was a little happen. bit frightening, though, when they the images of greased up poles started to make the rounds on a churchy Sunday morning. Why it's automatic, it's systematic, it's hydromatic. Why it's grease pole lightning in Philadelphia. Lightning, grease lightning. We'll get you some sound over- like a crackhead in Philadelphia. We'll get some overhead. Okay, the four barrel tr- uh, We'll get to. The big news in the NFL, obviously, we are looking ahead to the Patriots and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. But, I hate the f- Eagles, man. But a couple of quick things first. Pelicans and the Bulls are in double overtime. New Orleans has a 132-128 lead. Boogie Cousins, the first player since Wilt Chamberlain in 1968 to go 40, 20, and 10 in a game. He's got 43 points, 24 rebounds, 10 assists. Oh, by the way, he also has four steals, but kind of slacking with just one block. They're going to get the win, though. They're going to get the win. Because that's the key, right? Obviously, uh, if they'd lose this game, it'd kind of be funny. It it would be, but uh, that's some kind of night. Around 44, 24, 10, and 4. 132, 128. Hey, what's. Eight seconds to go. happy with the sound drops, man. Come on, dude. Five Come out of eleven from three. You have, you have to clean it up. You have to clean it up. You know you can't just play press buttons when you want to. You know that's how it goes. Uh, yeah, Boogie Cousins has five threes tonight. Yeah, five threes, five turnovers. That's pretty cool. To dish the rock as well. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I mean, Boogie Cousins has shown. Hey, you know what? If Ben Simmons can do it, I can do it. Why? Is he not? trying to audition for the job that's going to be open in Cleveland when they dump Kevin Love. <laughs> hey, I'm hearing that uh, Lonzo Ball is going to be out a while. You need a point guard. Uh, you know, I know I'm a big guy, <laughs> in the center and all, but you know, I can bring it up. I'm a better, I'm a bigger threat. I'll score more than Lonzo. Send my tape. <laughs> uh, but tonight could have been a big night because 76ers coach Brett Brown promised his team that he would take them all to the Super Bowl if the Sixers won their next eight games in a row. That's a pretty good deal. I'll take you all if you win eight in a row. Tonight was the first game of those eight games in a row, and here's the Sixers' first step to the Super Bowl. The Grizzlies 
finish off the Sixers, 105 to 101. Good job. So good uh, effort. That's about 15 tickets that are going to be available if you want to go to the game. The Sixers lose their first game after being told you went eight in a row. Yeah, we got it. We got it. Oh, and they lose. Too bad. Joel Embiid is shown to be a big fan of going to other sporting events. Remember uh-huh. his prowess at catching home run balls during sure. the home run derby last oh, yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, sure. But five of 13 from the field today, of two from three, and then five of nine from the foul line. He didn't get it done. Trust he didn't process. want it enough. No, 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 no. The process was not trusted enough, uh, if that was the case. So we have uh, big news in the NBA. We have that. They're not going to the Super Bowl now. And uh, we'll get to Kevin Love later on in the show as Cavaliers players are upset at the fact that he left Saturday's game ill and then was absent from practice on Sunday, questioning the legitimacy of how ill Kevin Love was. So we're following that story. But there really is no bigger story in sports right now than Eagles fans. No. I mean, their horrendous behavior in Philadelphia yesterday towards Vikings fans. Vikings fans had... Stories to tell, such as their hats were being stolen and put into urinals and urinated on. An Eagles fan pushed a Vikings fan to the ground, punched him in the face. Many random acts of violence. Many Vikings fans interviewed on TV when they got back last night said, I don't want to go down to the Super Bowl and do anything because Eagles fans are so awful. I don't want to worry about them getting into a fight with them or anything. All kinds of crazy stuff. And another Eagles fan punched a horse. Yesterday, we had the guy. Well, if you go one more, they're on a, a streak, right? That's two. See, no, now it's just serial horse punching. I feel like we're contributing to the problem by talking it's about it. It's not good, man. Last week, we had the story of a guy <coughs> punching a horse. We talked about it, and he got thrown out of the Eagles game against the Falcons. Now, <laughs> the loser goes on the five. Now you- <laughs> the, the horse meat sandwich is more humane. Now you had a 19-year-old kid who got in a fight with police punched a horse in in the shoulder, and then took off, tried to evade police by taking his clothes off so they wouldn't say, oh, we're not looking for a guy in a brown jacket. No, that guy's got no clothes on. Yeah, can't possibly be him. So now you have serial horse punchers in Philadelphia. But if he stripped down and he took some grease off the pole, he'd be one of the characters from Family Guy. You are obsessed with this grease on the pole thing. You really, I mean, you, this is like the 11th well, time you've mentioned it. It's only twice, but it's, sure. No, it's, uh, it's ele- that's it, twice in six minutes. That's so what are you, good. extrapolating? I'm, uh, just I'm saying just by saying, the end of the show, so I you mean, might as well just say 11 times now. I mean, are, are you gonna? Are we going to get in, and, and, and when Looney doesn't update, you're going to say, hey, let me show you pictures of this grease pole in Philadelphia. That's giggity, pretty giggity, good right giggity, giggity. Let me show you this grease pole right here. It wasn't quite that exciting. Let me show you, let me show you that. But Interesting uh, police work, though. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. But, you know, of all these Eagles fans, that we've heard stories about the last 24 hours. And and look, it's Philadelphia, and they won. This is what's going to happen. It's going to happen in other places too, but it's Philadelphia. It's going to happen because it's Philadelphia. But there is one Eagles fan who stands for the rest of them. And that Eagles fan, I I, I got to tell you, I could watch his video on the internet forever. I could watch this on a loop for the rest of my life. Jagar Desai is the Eagles fan who was caught on video in something that's been a viral sensation now for the last 12 to 14 hours on a subway platform in Philadelphia as fans are leaving the game. They're leaving the link last night. They're all excited after they blow the crap out of the Vikings. And he's pumping everybody up, and he's yelling at Eagles fans. He's waiting for his subway train. 
And he's the guy that runs along the subway train as it's taking off out of the station and smacks into the pole and then hits the train, which is the new angle we saw on TMZ just a few minutes ago. The guy's running down. We saw the video all day today, him running down, and he runs into the pole and hits the ground like Feruza Balkan, almost famous. William, I forgot to tell you. Your mom called. Call it back right. And that was the angle we saw. But now you actually see the video of him running down, hitting the pole, then bouncing off the train, then hitting the ground. He's okay. He's done interviews. He has a job as a pharmaceutical rep, so I, I have a feeling he has access to whatever he needs. Whatever he needs and to get him through. he may go sure. to the doctor tomorrow. Not oh, today. Good. Didn't go after that happened. No, no, no. I'll go tomorrow to the doctor. Well, the meds haven't worn off just yet. But this proves once again that we'll get multiple angles, but this is beyond the 90 seconds you get to review it in the booth. So this would have taken a little bit longer yeah. to you know, see if he survived the ground or not. <laughs> we, have, we have the audio of the guy on the subway. You know, running, you hear him yelling, he runs, you hear his friend, like, ooh, we're going to play it for well, you. He's getting everybody jacked yeah. up, right? He is, no, yeah, he's he, fired up. See, I didn't know. In the beginning when I first saw the video, I thought, oh, he didn't get on the train. He's trying to run to get yeah. the conductor to open. He's drunk. No, he's just trying to pump people up while he's waiting for his train <laughs> on the other side. And so now he's just, yeah, and he's running alongside other Eagles fans, and here's how it sounded. The Jersey Tragic is the <laughs> oh, no. I'm not going to get to my game now because they are incompetent. Incompetent. They tell track G, and then I get on track H, and they say, no, this train's not wrong. Their announcement was wrong. That is incorrect. That did not happen in New Jersey. You are fake That news. was not New Jersey <laughs> Transit. Was not it. That was not it. Now, do we have the actual audio? Let's hear it. That's the guy yelling. <laughs> oh! Get him. Oh! Any Yeah! <laughs> well, he hits the post. Yeah. He bounces off the train. Oh, he hits the post and bounces off the train. No goal. <laughs> Waved it off. <laughs> We're going to take it to the review, see if it went up past the line. Lindros will not get credit for that goal. All right, now go ahead. Nicely done. Yeah, you like that, huh? But yeah, he bounces off the post, <laughs> then bounces off the train. Fortunately, the train's still running past because yeah. if, you know, that's on the last car, this ends tragically. Or it ends Instead, if he's between a car. Well. It ends badly. Well, fortunately, there's not a, not a, you know, mind the gaps. Yeah. There's not a huge gap between the cars, but I mean, it's. Not a gap player. No. Yeah. No, he's he's purely front line. But this is five seconds from being a horribly disastrous uh, event instead of the comedic genius, Wiley Coyote style that it became. He runs uh, almost, um, he, he doesn't go, the reason he bounces is because he doesn't go face first. Right. He gets it with the at, with the outside half of his shoulder. So that's why he bounces not <coughs> off straight back, but he bounces into the side, into the train, and then he comes back and he hits the ground. And then you hear his friends going, oh, and did he yell idiot? At the, is that what he yelled at the end? Is no, that no, what let's, he let's hear it back. One more time. <laughs> oh! Get him. Oh! Idiot! Yeah! He yelled idiot? Is that what or he is yelled? You, you all right? <laughs> oh, is he, you all right? I don't know. Hey, that, was, that wasn't good. You can't run into poles. You won't win that. They built those with steel girders Bad back in the him. 50s. That my, my grandfather worked on that. 
downing down in the subways. You know, there's a lot, a lot of asbestos down there. In Australia? Hate, hate to clean that out. No, <laughs> you're going to hear in a half hour, this is how people in Philadelphia talk. Yeah, people from other cities no, and other countries that no, are in Philadelphia. No, no, people who are from that. Listen, we have proof. In a half hour, we're going to play audio. That has been altered. No, stop. It's not been altered. Of Eagles fans who are all over the news the last 24 hours or so since the Eagles won, all being interviewed on the news, and you're going to hear that's exactly how people in Philadelphia talk. You know, everybody thinks it's like kind of like New York and stuff, but, you know, it's not really. It's more like, you know, we know it's more like this. So you're saying Rocky was from Brooklyn? Rocky was. You're yeah, calling yeah. Rocky a fraud? Wow. He, was, he was our adopted son. I don't think son. you listen too good. No, he was it's our adopted son. 42-year. So. 42-year-old franchise, and yeah. you're, you're taking a bat to it? I'd rather run Calling up him the, a fraud. I'd run up the steps for Michael B. Jordan, who is Creed. I, he's more of a son of Philadelphia. Did you I'd, see the guys with the dune buggy going up the stairs? <laughs> that was Ragnar. I tell you. <laughs> Next level right there. Uh, so, as you could tell, there's a lot of stuff tonight. A lot are, of stuff. We are just getting started. We got Jay Glazer. Coming up, who's going to join us and talk all the latest news as we get set for the Super Bowl. We got Brady's hand. We got coaching news. And, yes, why I was so wrong about both games this weekend and why Mike Harmon is so right. But that's okay because I'm right about the Eagles accent stuff. All that and more coming up next, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio. I hate the Eagles, man. Fox Sports Radio, it is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. We are live from the Geico Studios as we get set for Eagles and Patriots, the Pro Bowl, big coaching news. Pro Bowl! No yeah. one better to talk to than a man who was lucky to escape Philadelphia with his life yesterday. I don't believe Jay Glazer punched a horse, but... Yeah, but he went overnight from L.A. Yeah. working on Bellator. Good on you, Jay, and made it. It was fantastic, well-received, huge card, great job by Jay, and then he was on a plane to... To go see that game and Bell- cover that game. Bellator, Philadelphia, Orlando. Jay, how you doing? I'm uh, a little tired, but, man, I got some great frequent flyer miles, huh? <laughs> That's good. Hey, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I heard you had a lot of fun hanging out with Eagles fans yesterday during the day. <laughs> I actually did have a lot of fun hanging out with Eagles did fans. Did you it really? Was great, yeah. No, how do I not? Are you kidding me? I'm from Jersey. They're my people. We're good. <laughs> all right, but all right. It's, uh, but, yeah, getting to our hotel was a little dicey. Um, and at one point, we get back to our hotel, and the streets are just, it's madness. And Strahan, his car is parked two blocks away, and he has to drive back up to do one of his 80 jobs. And um, so he has to go back to New York. So he goes, hey, and, I mean, when I tell you guys, it was like, it was, there was bedlam out in the streets last night. And just to get to our hotel, there was a lot of police, all this. So Michael's car is like two blocks away, and Michael says, hey, we, we, you can take me, help me out, get to my car? I'm like, no, I'm not going to walk you. Are you out of your mind? What are you, his bodyguard now? He's like, he's like, what are you talking about? You're my best friend. I'm like, right. As your best friend, I'm going to say no. Yeah, a New York I'll giant. Let you go by yourself. A New York giant legend on the streets of Philadelphia. Right. That's not going to end well. You're going right. As your best friend, I'm going to let you do this by yourself. Yeah, and bring no. your buddy over here too. We'll kick his right. ass As, too. Yeah, oh bring him over. Oh my goodness gracious! It was crazy though. It was. You know what? It was. Um, and it was, you guys, I appreciate the love on Bellator. It was great doing that. And then hopping on the red eye, going there to, to Philly, and then hopped on a plane today, came down here to the Pro Bowl, which I'm still, my, my head is spinning. But the game yesterday, I really, truly thought that that would have been the closest of all the playoff games. And that's kind of hard to say compared to what happened the week before with, with 
Chile and, and uh, with the Vikings and the Saints and what happened in the game earlier. I really thought, though, and this is the hardest game for me to, to predict going in just because of the way the defenses are and the way they matched up, you know, in the two, the two quarterbacks. I really thought it was going to be a slugfest that went down in the last second. I was wrong. <laughs> That's all right. Join the club. I, I had the Vikings in a walk. I was wrong. <laughs> I picked the game right, but certainly not the way it played out. <laughs> certainly not the it, 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 anticipated. And we're talking about the, the fans also, too. And again, you got to love Philly fans. It's, you do. It's, it's, you got to love the passionate fans. Because um, sports, like I always say, sports is there to kind of give us a little escape from our real life. But the Vikings are trying to leave their hotel. And I'm getting texted. Mike Zimmer is actually texting me saying, you got to see what's going on outside our hotel. There's fire engines. There's people with bullhorns. There's the Eagle fans. And even the Vikings go, we got to respect it. It's pretty wild. It's great. <laughs> And now they'll come back to to Minnesota and and check it all out there. Yeah, but, good luck. You know, <laughs> right out of this game though, uh, Pat Shermer. Hey, we'll address that another time. All right, that time was today. <laughs> he yeah. takes the, takes the job with the Giants. Uh, the word that Eli Manning they want to keep him around yeah. is is that legit to, to be a starter? Or is, yeah. Or, or is they are they moving not moving on? No, no, the word's legit. That's what I said yesterday in the game. That's why it's legit. There you come go. Come on, guys. <laughs> I was the word. So what did, um, there was a lot of, there was talk that they were looking at other coaches from day one. John Mara said, we want a guy who's had previous head coaching experience. That's why Matt Patricia, everybody thought he was the guy. No, he wasn't the guy. Uh, and Matt Patricia, I love him for what he's going to do with the Lions, but he's not what the, the model was they were looking for. Sure. And then the other thing was they wanted a guy who all the candidates, they told them, we do want Eli Manning back, and we're going to go get the quarterback of the future. I think they kind of want the Chiefs model, where they have Alex Smith, and they go, get, go out and get Mahomes and let him learn for a full year and don't throw him in there and really let him learn for an entire year. And I think the Giants are looking to do a similar thing. So they told these candidates, we want you know, Eli for a year and then find the heir apparent and bring him in, but go get him at the top of the draft. Well, who better, despite yesterday's game? Really, who better to do that with than Pat Shermer, who you saw what he did with you know, a bunch of the quarterbacks sure. who were in that game yesterday. Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox Insider, with us here on the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. You can follow him on Twitter, at Jay Glazer. And speaking of Twitter, you put out a few hours ago, this will be a busy week, obviously, for Matt Patricia, Josh McDaniels. We get to the, right. the Saturday bye day. They're expected to meet with the Lions and the Colts, and this could be one of those meetings where it's, okay, yeah, here's who I want on my staff, and go do it. Yeah, so, so it's called like a second interview, but it's really not. Um, last year, so what happens is the league rules, you're eligible to have a quote-unquote another interview with somebody you've already interviewed, but it's really a, a, just a follow-up meeting. So last year, Kyle Shanahan, he met with the 49ers, like Friday or Saturday. The, Dan Quinn met with the Falcons when he was at the Seahawks on Saturday. So you usually do it on the last day before you go to the Super Bowl. When you do it, you go in there, you talk staff, talk some strategy personnel, and then you basically give your team, look, this is who I want to get – as my staff, go get them. So even though you're coaching the Super Bowl, these guys are pulling double duty. They really are talking to a lot of these assistants. And, and the other kind of crazy dichotomy of it is a lot of these coaches, when they go in for their interviews, they give the same names 
of coordinators who go with them. So a lot of them will go in there and they'll all say, yeah, we have, you know, John Doe as our offensive coordinator because John Doe, when these coaches called, he doesn't know who's going to really get a job. So he says, yeah, sure. He says it to all of them. So they all go in there and they say, well, we all have the same, you know, they all go in there with the same name. <clears throat> so basically it's now on that the, the front office to go out there and trying to finagle those names that they've been given, but they're really fighting for the same coordinators. One of the other tweets you had out earlier today, Jay, about Tom Brady and the thumb stitches in mm-hmm. or out. Uh, Belichick dismisses it. Hey, it's not open heart surgery, which was a nice uh, one liner that he has <laughs> right. along the way. But, it, you know, it didn't seem to affect him yesterday. So I, I can assume, unless somebody else has a random injury, uh, we can put this one to bed. Yeah, you can't put it to bed. He, 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 had, a, um, he had a bunch of stitches put in that, that thumb. By the time the Super Bowl comes around, probably by next Wednesday, they could choose to take the stitches out if they want, but they don't have to. But it will be completely healed. And you're right. You guys saw the, the tape job that was done with it also, which is actually like a special tape job for it, just so the laceration wouldn't open up. But, guys, I mean, you know, people keep asking about the Patriots and Tom. And, I mean, there's, I, there's, I, mean I, I don't know what the guys can do. You know, we've, we've seen what they can do. I'm never going to say what they can't do. Is he gonna I mean they came back from they came back from twenty eight to three last year. There's, I mean the guy has most quarterbacks probably um they probably wouldn't have played with the, the I don't know, I think half of them wouldn't have played with the uh with the injury he had this week. I think, you know, some of the, the, the grittier guys definitely would. A lot of guys probably wouldn't, but I mean there's nothing look, people still they kinda of ask about the Patriots and, and it's like I don't know what you want us to say about him anymore. It's right. ridiculous. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's just it's like, yes, I mean, I don't care how much you hate him. You really got to buy into the legacy. It's ridiculous. Is Brady going to practice like in a big Kool-Aid suit or like a big space suit for the next uh, 10 days to make sure he doesn't get hurt? Right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, how, how about being Rex Burkhead, the guy who hits him in practice, thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be the most hated guy in the history of – Boston, are you kidding me? Like, oh, my gosh. That poor kid, we are all sitting there going, oh, my gosh, let's wait and just watch the waiver wire and see if he's on there. <laughs> oh, he only got one carry, <laughs> so we didn't yeah. see him much. They'd have just oh, dropped him man. in Philadelia with a Vikings jersey on. That's what they would have done. Here you oh, go, Rex. Poor dude. Holy snipes. <laughs> He's on Twitter at Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox Insider. Don't forget to check out his site, vetsandplayers.org, vetsandplayers.org. Jay, also the founder of MVP, Merging Vets and Players and Touchdown Dreams. Jay, as always, buddy, appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week from the Super Bowl. I am going to sleep. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. See you, buddy. See you, Jay. How about Michael Strahan? Walk me to my go! Paid yeah. to be his bodyguard? Uh, no, I'm it's not like, I know going. he's he's calling you know, Bellador, but, <laughs> but he's not the guy out there throwing elbows no, but, in the octagon. But here's the thing. If it was like Terry Bradshaw yeah. or Howie Long or, you know, anybody, insert, you know, insert. Anybody random. from the, I know the e- Fox group. I know, I know Eagles fans are, you know, they, 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 you know how, how upset they can get. But this is Michael Strahan. I mean, the only guy Eagles fans hate more than Strahan is Eli Manning. I mean, really, really, Michael Strahan walking to his car two blocks in Philadelphia, where people are going crazy after they won, after they won to go to the Super Bowl. No way, no, thank you, not doing it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's a wise move. No, not doing it. 
way too many officers needed to <laughs> to get you through the crowd. Twitter. We love Jay. He's he's not going to be able to do that himself. No, not at all. Not at all. Hey, Bellator is great, but when there's 45 guys that are jumping on top of you, it doesn't turn out like Kill Bill when it's Uma Thurman and a whole bunch of the crazy 88s. Oh, boy, she just kills everybody. <laughs> Sorry, yes, Well, if they keep charging one at a time, uh, it makes it kind of easy. <laughs> Twitter and how about a fresca, Jason, Mike Harmon. Coming up in one minute, yes, I was wrong. Mike was right, but... I'll tell you why I was really wrong about the AFC Championship game. But first, let's talk to a guy who is always right about everything. Thank you. Because he calls his mom and says, Mom, is this how you say this name? She <laughs> says yes, and he comes on the radio and says it. He is Mr. Tom Looney. Well, it's time for another chapter in the never-ending continuing saga of all my Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers had an emotional team meeting today, an intervention of sorts. Several Cavaliers think Kevin Love is pretending to be sick. Kevin said he was sick on Saturday when the team was getting blown out by the Oklahoma City Thunder. He left the game early. Then Kevin Love, nephew of a beach boy, skipped practice on Sunday like he was a rock star himself. The meeting was loud and intense, and things only calmed down and returned to good vibrations after Kevin Love spoke to those gathered in the room and explained himself developing hot dot 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 NBA performance of the night Boogie Cousins New Orleans Pelican Moore takes it from him spins off the lane throws out to Cousins for three got it just patiently waited for it to come back to him and Demarcus Cousins now with 42 points uh, Sean Kelly with the call Pelicans Radio Network Boogie at 44 points 23 rebounds 10 assists. We call that a triple-double at the Tom Looney School of Broadcasting in Winnemucca, Nevada. Pelicans tamed the Bulls 132-128 in double overtime. Uh, Technical difficulties tonight for two teams. Oh, look at this. Uh, Number 24, TCU. Pitchnoggled 6th-ranked West Virginia, 82-73. The game just ended as my lips were moving, as they always are. And earlier, technical difficulties for 15th-ranked North Carolina. Unranked Virginia Tech, tarred and feathered number 15, North Carolina, 80-69. to And now, more titillating sports talk with Jason Smith and Michael Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney, sure. as always. Appreciate it. Live from the Geico Studios, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. All right, so I was wrong on the AFC and NFC Championship game. Yeah. You blew! Let's deal with the Jags and the Patriots here for a couple of seconds. Sure. You were right. You picked the Patriots. I was looking good for a long time until I wasn't. Until that third and 18 when Amendola catches that pass near midfield, and that was when the game changed. Yeah, they had the flea flicker crazy well, but play. The punt the return set. and that 18-yard right. pass. But that eight, but yeah. third and 18, you got to get off the field. And that was when the game went from this was the Jags game to – this is now the Patriots game. Momentum shifted, and the Jaguars could never recover. But what did I say were the two things I was worried about for the Jags? One was they weren't going to be good. They weren't. No, they were going to be self-satisfied after beating the Steelers. That was not the case. They played hard. They played well. Blake Bortles was just not equipped enough to get one more drive on the board in the second half when all they needed was to have one drive that wasn't a three and out. Let me they ask kept one question. Giving the ball back to the Patriots. Then, We're going to give it back and give it back and give it back. Question I asked yes, uh, in-game, and I certainly ask it again here throughout the vast Fox Sports Radio Network. Blake Bortles, two carries, minus two yards? 
Where, where's the scramble? Yeah. Where's the legs we were looking no, for? No, it had no legs. A couple opportunities to no get legs. out of the pocket and tuck it and run. Didn't. And Doug Marone all but said when he knelt down, uh, he did it in a very circular kind of way that I don't trust Blake Bortles. He didn't say mm. it explicitly, but kind of danced around that that fact as well. So play calling was innovative and creative in the first half, and then they 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 thought these guys were going to lay down. They thought a 10-point lead they was They had the lead for be. a long time, and that's a, when the Jaguars lost. They led for a long time, but they could never get just one more drive to get a field goal because that would have done it. They kept going three and out, and you can't keep leading a game and thinking we're just going to give the ball back and our defense, which is playing at such a high level, is going to keep shutting them down. Eventually, the other team is going to score. And look at their possessions in the second half, three and out, three and out, five and out, four and out, three and out. Three. I mean, that's what it was. They had, you know, All they needed was one more, and they couldn't do it, so of course the Patriots are going to find a way to get on the board. But my other point was, what did I say? I said, if the officials have an impact on the game, and they had a huge impact on the game yesterday, just one penalty for the Patriots. I mean, come on, one penalty, six for the Jaguars, and big ones. Yeah. Every one was a big one. Questionable pass interference penalties, not all of them. Which one? Question, which the, the Bouye interference it's in the an first inter- half? But, but by the nah. letter of the law, it's interference. That's you not, cut off his route to the ball. Now nah, he didn't. He was and forced him out of bounds. He was on him. He, he, he was running. He was running along with with him. a forearm nah, in his no, in his chest, a, thirty was, yards downfield. You see that downfield? That was not pass interference. That was one. You know what? You want to say that's a 50-50 You want to call flag, it a 50-50. We can call it a 50-50, the Patriots but you can't say that it's not. Flags. That, that's but you can't say that it's not pass that's interference. That's, that's ignored, textbook. Now, that's ignored the vast majority of the time. That's that's not you, he didn't he didn't impede him so much the ball wasn't he forced close. him out of bounds he, he was running he was running alongside him he didn't force him out of bounds Brandon Cooks could have cut go, go back and watch cut. again I've seen it that's not that's he cut not off his route up the sideline that's cut, pass interference he's running you can't cut off you can't if you're you can't cut off his route if you are running you can you can do whatever you, you can't want. stop can his stop. route which is what he did didn't and stop. ran him out of bounds he didn't stop and run him out of bounds Brandon Cooks he doesn't have to stop him he didn't go out of bounds if you're running you're not cutting he has a forearm in his chest. He, has his, he forces him out. Cooks has his hand up as well. Cooks has his hand up on him as well. That's something that didn't need to be called, but it was called. Because people were actually trying to argue about the Ramsey pass interference. Oh, no, that was no, the pulled him down. No, no, no. He pulled him down I've with his left arm. Memory. I'm saying not every penalty, but that was a bad one. Yeah. But let's go to the Miles Jack play for a second. The, Which the, should have been ruled down. The, right. But here's my point. On, he had contact. He should have because been Patriots you, you, ball. You can't look at Well, no, the ball was coming out before No, but he, he had the, the ground. ball pinned to his not, hip as he hits on the ground. Not a, No, the ball was well, already – the ground – It slid a little bit. Right, but bit it slid, but he still he had his hand out. secured on his and hip. It wasn't secure. He didn't – I see it. Look at the plate. It's not – I've looked at it 5,000 times. The ball's already moving. The ball moved. The ball's already moving. The ball moving. was stopped so the when he hit the ground. No, no, the ball was not stopped. The ball was moving, and it came and it came out of his and came out of his. You can go hands. watch it again. I've seen it a hundred times. Watch it a hundred. I've seen the play. You, you and I can disagree on this. That's fine. My point about this play is that the ball comes out, he recovers it, and they blow the whistle right away. Jack is coming up with the ball and going sure. the other way. Maybe he doesn't get in the end zone because it wasn't quite the hey we're going all the way because a couple of Patriots players stopped because they heard the whistle being sure. blown and he's up the field he's running so maybe he doesn't get it but he gets a return. But the point is why is the whistle blown so fast? The ball is loose and the Jaguars clearly recover and here's a blown whistle. Now I could even get with at the end you say his momentum 
grabbing the football and rolling over, there was some kind of contact which called him down, and that's fine. And I get that. But why was the whistle blown so fast? Why? Clearly the Jaguars are recovering a fumble. Boom, and the whistle is blown. Because the game was played in New England. Of course it was played in New England. Here we go Of course it was played in New England. How many times? Go win your division. How many times? I mean, the Jets were just short of winning the division this year. Only seven games. Just short. Just seven <laughs> Just games. Seven games is well, nothing. for the Jets, that was pretty good. Seven games is nothing Hey, that five win was pretty good. <laughs> we were four and three, you know. But, yeah, this shouldn't shock then you. We Where was the more. game played? End no. of story. Done. And, and this is what I mean. Look, if you want to buy into a conspiracy You think they really Patriots let the refs theory. see the real angle? Come on. <laughs> And then, and then you had the referees. <laughs> they obscured him. <laughs> and then you had the referees congratulating Brady after the game was over. The refs I, were wearing well, cutoff hoodies. <laughs> Come on now. I mean, they're walking up and congratulating, shaking his hand, smiling. Hey, congratulations! I mean, not come squeezing on. too hard. They didn't want to hurt the stitches. I mean, come it, was, on, it was crazy. On, yeah, let's say, hey, don't touch my hand. Because this is how you know, he look, told if the you cameraman wanna, to get the blank out of the if, way. <laughs> if you want to get into it, this is how you would push a game one way or another. Not by calling something so blatantly obvious that oh my god, something's got to be fixed. But fifty-fifty plays, plays where you could do a heat of battle, bang bang, where it favors one team. And that was a couple of things: the fifty-fifty play and the pass interference, the Miles Jackson, which doesn't make any sense. Why the whistle was blown so fast? Regardless as to what you're looking at, the Jaguars have a fumble and the whistle is blown. Really? That's the way it is? One penalty? Pats get caught. One penalty all all game long. I mean, that's the second time in the last five years they've had one penalty called in the game. Nobody has that happen. You can't tell me the Patriots do it cleaner than everybody else. Oh, and they never commit penalties. Everybody does. But here's the thing. I'm just saying. It happens all the time. How many times do you have to keep saying, boy, look at what just happened here, and all right, and the Patriots win. But to this point, we haven't had anybody go through play-by-play and give me a bunch of penalties that should have been called on the Patriots. Isn't that normally what you do instead of belly aching on the other two? It's not on about, the other no, it's side? about the referees no, but, calling but, the no, game. No, no, no. It but, doesn't but, need to be penalties No, 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 the but Patriots. the point is if it, no, because that became the big point of contention, six versus one. Okay, go back through the tape. And find all these plays if you're that incensed. Not I'm you. Sure I'm talking you could, yeah. in, no, but I'm, I'm sure, talking yeah. in general. And you know what? Not a damn person has done that to this point. Now somebody will, because you just said Good. It. Now somebody then, then will. Then go do it. Go find, you know, the clear clutch and grab holding penalty. Go find all of those. I know on the, the Mercedes Lewis on the big third down play, there, there's some contact. Probably should have been a, a defensive hold there. But beyond that, we haven't seen anybody doing the play-by-play on that. It's like, all right, here's the ones that are called. What, you're too lazy? Are those the only plays that made it? You need a a subscription to Game Pass real quick so you can go watch it again? I'm not sure what we need there. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, proof. My Philadelphia accent is right on. You'll hear it next. I hate that song. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. And over the course of the last couple of years, you have heard my right-on Philadelphia accent. How people talk in Philadelphia. And, and you, you say right-on? And you, right-on. You, you don't understand that that's how it is. I've been to Philadelphia many times. This is how people speak. They speak like this. They don't just sit there and talk like, hey, you know, I, I don't know Foles if we got a chance, you know, but, but Mick. You know, I think, uh, you know, this other guy, this, this, you know, this Club of Lang guy is pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no disrespect, to, you know, to the Philly people. I, I was there for five days once, caught a series, you know, Philly series. But um, 
I don't remember the accent. Yeah, Mike Harmon. He's oh, he's a good fellow. He's he talks. Well, yeah, I had I to go out to, to him at night. Greg Luzinski's barbecue place. Oh, you know, sure. Since, since I was called the Baby Bull because he was oh. the White Sox uh, slugger when when I was growing up. And sure, and that was that, I'm sure you had great ribs there. I'm oh, sure it was they good. Were, they were fantastic. That was a good time. Yeah, well, you had ribs with or whiz without. You had ribs with the whiz, whiz with the ribs without. No whiz. But this is how people talk. And you and Frost both tell me, Frostburg telling me, no, no, it's not. A, and now well, there's it's proof. not. No, it's, I have proof. <laughs> if but it was, I'd be the first one to line up and say you're right. I have proof now. I wouldn't. No, but now I have proof. <laughs> but now I have proof. But you're I, wrong. I'd, I'd line up and say, once again, You sound like a tourist that lives in Philadelphia oh, from, like, some place all the way out in the Kiwi land. Tortoises don't speak. No, they're just really small animals. If you could find one that does, though. If you ever, that's the biggest story in the world. I would be a pretty big speaks. deal. Have you ever seen Ninja Turtles? Yeah. <laughs> Leonardo, Michelangelo, and Donatello are not my favorites. I like Raphael. He's the leader of the group. Thanks to our friends at Deadspin, and I say that because Deadspin hates me. Uh, they put together a montage today of Eagles fans celebrating on local news last night. So you're going to hear these are Eagle fans, man on the streets, and you're going to hear- this is you, this be, is, it's in, not me. Wait, with no, different no. filters, I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the kidney. No, it's, it <laughs> it's may or not. may not be. I swear to God, it's not. It's not. These are Eagles fans being interviewed on the news. We're so excited to go to Minneapolis so we can destroy their town because we destroyed the Eagles fans, I mean, the Vikings fans here. We took their hats and urinated on them. It was hilarious. Here's the first Eagles fan you're going to hear. Play the woman. This is from the news last night. It's all people interviewed on the local news in Philadelphia last night. Some of these Vikings fans, I felt bad for them. Some of these Vikings, I felt bad for them. That's exactly how they yeah, talk. She's from Denver. No, no, let's hear her again. Some of these Vikings fans, I felt bad for them. Bad for them. Bad for them. No, bad. Not, it's not, not even close bad to Bad for them. No, you said bad for them. No, bad for them. One more time, Teicher. Some of these Vikings fans, I felt bad for them. See, no bad for them. That's exactly no, how No, but you're it is. saying it like that was her with like four teeth. <laughs> no, stop. She had all her teeth. <laughs> they don't put people on the news. I haven't did. seen the video. Yeah, I don't know. Nothing like it. They don't put people on the news that don't have teeth. Sure they I do. I felt bad for them. Uh, what news are you watching? <laughs> we interviewed this Those man. Those are the best with, stories. What are you talking we about? We interviewed this man with no teeth outside a dentist's office. How do you oh, think the God. NHL network survives? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they have fake teeth. Uh, here's another guy. This is a guy very excited to be going to the Super Bowl, and he's really yelling really loudly about how excited he is about the Eagles winning their game. Very, very good. You know why? Because oh the God. international news taught us we couldn't do it last week, and then we did against Matt Ryan. And then this week we did it against the Vikings, baby. We did it against the Vikings, baby. The International <laughs> Times. First what of the all, hell are you hearing? First of all, what's the International Times? That's like a fake news site, isn't it? That's like I, all the stories. I'm afraid. Like, I see stories, you know, Trump makes face like baby monkey in zoo in Florida. International Times. You know, I, I, oh, okay. You know, I mean, you know, the official site. It's a dot it. What I mean, that is, game yesterday there was closer than your accent. I mean, what is the? <laughs> That's good. No, you just, I just don't do it. It's the newspaper excited. of resistance. <laughs> he was just excited. Really? That's the International yeah. Times? I mean, I, I don't understand why you're, that's what you're citing. I mean, you know, one of the things that's listed here in the second row of, quote, columns is the animated Trump haiku. I mean, it's not. I don't even want to click that. He didn't say ESPN didn't like us or Fox didn't like us. No, the International <laughs> Times didn't like no, us. No, that was a way to plug. 
the, 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 the International the, Times. The website that, that has a story about how there's a 600-foot-long crocodile in the Amazon River that is not being reported to anybody because it's, you know, a god that shoots laser beams out of its eyes. Is that part of the That's promotion for uh, Dwayne Johnson's the, rampage? The, <laughs> the only thing we can do here, Jason, is leave it up to America. We don't ever take calls, but I would leave it up to the fans. Oh, 877 on is your accent. Twitter at how about a fresco, especially if you're from Philadelphia. And you talk like this normally, we would love to hear from you on the show because this is how you talk. This is what it is. I'm sorry you can't hear what the rest of the world hears. Coming up next, we have big decisions coming for some of the final four NFL teams. It's Fox. I felt bad for them. Greetings, hour two of the program, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Live from the Geico Studios, call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. So we'll get to the most overblown story of the week in the NFL coming Radio. up the AFC Championship game. Tight shirt, come on, man. This is like a D-plus night for you, man. I mean, I know you get excited about playing all these drops, but keep it clean. I Love mean, it. really. I mean, that's a D-plus night right now. I'm so sorry. You know, I mean, when 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 Phil Simms is, is doing a game, you know, before he got fired, you know, you don't hear him saying obvious things and then – you know, <laughs> radio or something, you know, pop in over Phil Sims while he's speaking. Good point. You know, this is when it, when it gets cold out, the ball expands, becomes a little bit harder to throw if you're a quarterback that doesn't like the ball expanded. Wouldn't the ball contract in the cold? <laughs> no, I my, my thing was always the ball expands. Ball expands in the heat. <laughs> anyway, hey, we want a full hour. You didn't mention at all. The greatness what of Berman and TJ and Keisha. Oh, yeah, well, Berman and TJ. They, they were fun. They, they were fun. It, I'll tell you what. Yeah, I think everybody enough. in the media is smart. No, I, I'm not giving it more than 35 seconds. It was fun. But it was we have to acknowledge it because I know you were giggling like a five year How many times did you rewind and watch it? No, honestly? no, no. I only, I, only watched, I only watched it once. I only watched it once. I don't believe it. Because you know what? About after about, here's the, and I'll be honest with you. I'll be See, I want to talk like Philadelphia all night when long When you now. say you're going to be honest with me, it means you're probably not. Hey, the no, poll no. is up at Swollen is Dome. After... After I I got about I don't know five or eight minutes in, were you Berman watching TJ, by yourself? Did you kick everybody out of the room? I feel no 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 no. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got another hour before we can talk about that. So he's like, Dad, who are these two? Um, Seriously, they're dinosaurs. Zoe. <laughs> is after about five or eight minutes, I realized this is fun. Yeah, but I've I've seen this how many times in my life now? Yeah, I've seen it's this like, like Patriots <laughs> winning like eighty times. You know, Whoop! eight, eight million Whoop! times I've seen it. Yeah, I'd say all right. So, but it was fun. Miles, too. Jack, 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 Jack. <laughs> God, and TJ, I would walk five hundred miles, Jack, to return that ball to the end zone. But the whistle is blown. The ball is dead, like the Jags' chances. DJ. Um, but before we get to the most overblown story, there is one Eagles fan we forgot to get to a few minutes ago. We played just one evidence. Well, <laughs> we no, might have thousands no, no. of drops in there, and, and not the guy who ran into the subway pole. We got him coming up is in a half hour. Is this the guy that punched a police horse? No, not the guy. The no, second, listen. the second guy to <laughs> punch listen, a police that we horse. know about. There is, That's right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we could be contributing to it. We're reporting horse on people who are punching police horses in Philadelphia. We're doing a good deed for society then, because those people belong locked up. No, news at right, a, news at eleven. <laughs> is your horse safe? But if 
But if we do the story. Not in Philadelphia. Did, did the guy listen to our story last week and go, you know, if I get to the game on Sunday, there's a police horse. I'm going to punch it. You know, especially it's one of those, you know, what, what's the ones? A roan? Is that what they call it? One with the doppled things? That's the one I'm going to punch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit a police horse. <laughs> it's all your fault. The loser goes on the fire. So we have. Wait, the guy and the horse fight. Uh, okay. Wow. I'm the loser. Take, yeah, the loser goes in the fight. I would take the horse in that fight. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'd take the horse over almost any guy. Yeah, the Eagles fan horse. is a loser there. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go in the fire. It was I punched a horse, but he had it coming. He was looked. He looked at my girlfriend. I didn't like it so much. You know, I mean, I saw airplane. There's that one scene where the woman has to go to see her husband, and the horse gets out of the bed. I didn't like that scene so much. That horse showed her three teeth. <laughs> Uh, but as we talked about a few minutes ago, my Philadelphia impression is right on with some of the fans you just heard that we played from the news last night, all over local news in Philadelphia. How about new? Uh, there was one Eagles fan we forgot to play. Okay. Uh, man on the street interview, you know, live news, sports guy out in the field, you know, Jack Jackman saying, hey, we're out here live and, and talking to the fans who are so excited about this. And they went to one fan who was very excited about the Eagles winning. So excited, he forgot one of the seven words you can't say on TV. Wentz goes down, big Nick steps up. Wentz goes down and big blank and Nick steps the blank up. Nice. Yeah, I'm on the news, but I don't care. What are they going to do, fire me? Yeah, what are they going to do, find him? Unless the guy gave him their name. Hey, can you give us your name so we can font you? Yeah, sure, Jameson, Jameson, Sin, Sin, and Sin. And and then they find him, and they find him. I think you'd probably give a, a name of a Minnesota Vikings obscure player. Yeah, yo, my name is Andrew Sandejo. Yo, spelled with a J. It's J-O at the end. Well, he was in the news, though, because of injuries. So they oh, might know who he yeah, is. Okay. I, no, I, I'm, I'm Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not even active. You're not even going to put me on the roster. He's a weapon. That's fine. I, y'all, we're not even there. See, I thought you were going to go Sudfeld. <laughs> go a little deeper. <laughs> Nate Sudfeld. Uh, so, again, you'll hear more from Philadelphia fans throughout this hour on the show, especially the one who ran into a poll. But the most overblown story of the week, we told you this was the case, Tom Brady's hand injury. As I we found no out, anything. as details trickled out last week, or handoff in practice, Brady's hand came in contact with Rex Burkhead's helmet, big stitches on his right hand, and, oh, is he going to play? I can't play. It's all my God. And then you see, and there's a big cut, but really, was Brady not going to play? Really? All you got to do is put a piece of tape on it, and Brady could go out and play. Not that I'm making light out of an injury if it, you know, when your guy's getting stitches like that, but even if there were stitches in his bleeping hand, he could go out and throw the football. And sure enough, he went out, and he threw for almost 300 yards. And as he said after the game was over, yeah, I didn't want to lose my season to this. You know, we just we ran into each other, and my thumb just got bent back. It wasn't his helmet or anything. It just... You know, kind of got got bent back. That's why I thought it was a lot worse. And uh, the doctors, we went and checked it out, and we did, you know, the things we just to kind of check on everything. And fortunately, there wasn't the damage that normally comes associated with that. So I think we're very lucky. Brady on WEEI earlier in the day talking about his injury. Meanwhile, while Bill Belichick was quick to praise Tom Brady and playing and playing with that cut hand, he said, listen, you know, it's not like it was really, really important what happened. Bill, did anything have to change game plan-wise because of Brady's hand? Not that I'm aware of, Bob. 
Tom did a great job, and he's a tough guy. We all know that, all right? But I'm not talking about open-heart surgery here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're talking about a cut hand. I mean, really, because that's what it was. It was a cut hand. And, again, it's an injury. And, yes, it's something that I'm sure when it happened, everybody got panicked. But if Brady's getting stitched in his hand, I don't care if he's got stitches going up from his bottom of his palm up to his middle finger. He could wear a glove. He's played with gloves before. He wasn't going to not play in this game. They weren't going to do something that wasn't going to – that was going to jeopardize his health for the rest of his life just so he could play – but at the same time, there's different things you can do. You could put you can put crazy glue on it. You could have put worn a big scuba glove. He was going to play, like and as that. you saw, you could tell his first pass, that big touch pass to Amendola on on the third and long early in the game. You knew Brady had it going, and it was going to be a regular Tom Brady day. Well, you know, it was fun watching over the course of the game the number of pinpoint precision passes that he made that his receivers just weren't expecting that are on the hands. Cooks had a, had a huge drop, uh, at least two. Uh, that that he could have had in addition to drawing penalties and and whatever else, but you, you looked at it, the pressure wasn't there, and I think I was waiting for him after he did the fourth down dive, that he was going to come up double bird in the air, or start yelling Roethlisberger! How, how pissed was Roethlisberger after seeing that? I got one hand. Look at me. <laughs> we can we can put that in the playbook, Ben. You can run that play. I mean, how pissed is Rob going? Yeah, Brady runs it. All right, uh, this guy's got a giant sleeve down. over his hand. Yeah, he's got. And thought he's Luke Skywalker out there. <laughs> he lost. He lost most of his thumb and wrist <laughs> to an injury, and they had to cut it off. And he's still running a quarterback sneak. Yeah, no, we don't have it in the playbook. I, I did appreciate the gif of the superimposed Brady head over the Terminator thing where he takes the skin off. Bel- Belichick's yeah. right. I mean, Belichick's right. It, it, it's an injury, but okay, let's realize. if it, it He was Relax. never in danger of not playing. There was more gamesmanship than anything Good else. Good for them. It became a four-day yeah. story. We said it last week. Because it's week. Brady. I mean, look, because it's Brady, we talked about it for three days. But Leonard Fournette's ankle injury was like, yeah, Fournette, he's going to play. Because I mean, we- it's Brady, it gets pumped up because it's the Patriots, all of that. I understand that part of it. But all this stuff out there, I mean, it was just all typical pages. It was typical smokescreen. It was sources say they're really worried. Other sources say they're not really worried. I mean, Brady is talking about it. Hoyer's doing interviews. There's no way he was never going to play. If he really wasn't going to play, we would have not known anything about it, and it would have been suddenly, hey, Tom Brady is deactivated. Brian Hoyer is starting today. Why is that happening? And suddenly we're scrambling at five minutes to one. You know, or, or five minutes before the game on Sunday going, why is Brian Hoyer starting? And then it's, oh, Brady got hurt in practice this week and all this stuff. That's how it would have went if Brady was really hurt and wasn't going to play. That's how it would have went. But the fact that the Patriots decided, well, this happened, let's use it to our advantage. Let's put it out there. Sure. The Jaguars got rabbit ears. They'll listen to all kinds of things. Maybe we get them distracted off their game. They're paying attention, and that's how we're going to do it. And that's exactly what the Patriots did. They gamesmanshipped, maybe getting Doug Marone to panic to go, maybe we got to watch a little bit of tape of Brian Hoyer and take a little bit of that into consideration. All right, if he plays, this is what he likes to do. we got to cover all our bases because we're paranoid because we're in the AFC Championship game. All of it was gamesmanship, and the Patriots had the last laugh like they so often do. Good job by them in terms of owning the news cycle and creating a story that everybody chased their tail on for four days because you didn't hear about anything else going on in this game. All the great Jalen Ramsey quotes were long in the rearview mirror, and, and there really wasn't much except for discussions of what you would expect from Blake Bortles. But Brady, even with early pressure, stood tall in the pocket, and as the game wore on, 
that pass rush needed the extra man. They blitzed on 18% of their snaps during the regular season. Towards the end of the game, they had to start bringing extra bodies, which opened things up and, and made it easier for Amendola to, to find space against these cornerbacks. And, and it played out, you know, as, as we surmise, keep it close and then second-half adjustments, you know, that they'd have the the advantage. But for Brady and the the only, the only thing I think they, they're probably mad that they got one sh- pretty clean shot of what the injury was right. at one point. So, you know, someone will get – Shited for that. The the guy that was supposed to be the human shield did a bad job keeping that camera angle. Why were you not that. standing? You were supposed to stand. You in front were of supposed Tom. to be two feet closer to what Tommy. What happened to you? You disappeared. Now we'll never find you again. They were able to get, but it was funny, right? Because I was on air with Dan Barry yesterday morning and Ian Rappaport, amongst others, saying, "Up, oh, look at the way he carried his bag in." This is going to be oh, a big deal. Over, I'm like, every one carries it over his right shoulder and he carried it over his left shoulder. But it's like every shoulder. one of us, yes. if we've got of a hangnail, you're yeah. doing things differently. Tom Brady, more games. Look at me. I'm going to shove my hand in my pocket as I walk past you. And and this became the talking point. I, I think I counted 37 times NFL Network ran that clip of him walking by before be, we got off Because air. what purpose would it serve outside of – having the Jaguars continue to think about this. Why? The game's going on. He's playing. He's arriving at the stadium. What possible purpose could it serve? It's Again, it's all gamesmanship. All of it. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend Mike Harmon. We're live from the Geico Studios. Coming up next, the biggest play from the AFC title game that Jaguars fans are going to think about for a long time. Plus, who's coming, who's going? Some big quarterback news on the Ooh. way. Fox. Progressive Insurance, creators of the Name Your Price tool. Choose from a range of coverage options and pick the price that works for you. Visit Progressive.com today. Dear Media, Nah, we had you fool with Tom Brady's thumb, didn't we? Ah, I said Tom's thumb. I made a pun right there. Might have put that in my new album since I had the new album come out in a couple weeks ago and no one's saying anything about it now. Like they're all over me and stuff. Like everybody's over the Patriots. Come to think of it, when the Pats were popular, I was popular. Damn. That's you to cut it out. That's like the that's like the thing when at the end when he realizes, you know, Stan was the guy in the movie. Damn. Come to think of it, it was you. Damn. Now you're making me cry. I mean, I'm thinking song, of all the actual lyrics. It's a downer of a song. I mean, yeah, it's it really ends. not a positivity no. Monday kind of thing. No, it's 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 not. P.S. You give that rap a thumbs up or thumbs down, Tom. Hey, Tom. Thumbs up or thumbs down <laughs> for Sunday. <laughs> Still didn't get the laugh it deserved. That's all right. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, we move on. <laughs> Jets, yo. <laughs> Jets, yo. Hey, Jer- 23 days on pitchers and catchers report. J- Jeremy Bates. I'm so excited. Our new OC was out of NFL for four years. Back for one year. Now he's our offensive coordinator. I'm very, very Former excited Bear. about it. Hey, Tim, get excited, Tim. You're almost at spring training. Uh, before we get to the latest quarterback news, there's big quarterback news today. The biggest play of the AFC title game, everybody wants to point to Miles Jack, and that was a big play, the whistle being blown they could have returned the fumble for a touchdown, the flea flicker to Philip Dorsett. There's many things you could you could have said. The, the big punt return by Amendola. Well, the fact that you got to name check uh, Philip Dorsett. I know, right, right. In an Philip AFC Dorsett. title game. 
When I saw that it was him catching the pass, I started laughing. I like, and, you know, it's not like everybody they, watching the game with me. Look, goes, why are you laughing? You go, Cause that guy's done nothing all year. <laughs> nothing for three years. Yeah. I had him in fantasy two years ago. Oh, no, like, he was that super sleeper yeah. waiting to break out. I held on to him for like six weeks while I said, I just got to like, come on. Eventually you just stink, man. Uh, but they the, suck. the biggest play of the AFC title game had to be the third and 18 conversion. That when Brady threw the first down pass to Amendola on the next to last touchdown drive, the drive that made it twenty to seventeen, the Jaguars still had the momentum early in the fourth quarter. Yes, they were continuing to go three and out and hand the ball back to the Patriots, which you can't keep doing. You gotta have the football a little bit. You gotta keep your defense off the field. You can't just keep going because if you keep handing it back to the other team, eventually they're gonna figure something out. Especially a guy who's a Hall of Famer like Tom Brady, they're gonna figure it out. But that third and 18 play, you have to get off the field. I don't care if Tom Brady's a Hall of Famer. I don't care if he's one of the three best quarterbacks who ever lived. You cannot let him complete a third and 18 pass. And I know you're having trouble with Amendola. He's the only guy that's been killing you. But third and 18, you got to get off the field. That play changed everything. Gillette went from, hey, I'm a little nervous here because we're down by 10 in the fourth quarter. They went to, okay, now we're at midfield. Now we got a first down. Now we're getting points, and we're going to be within a score, and now things are starting to turn. The next play was the big downfield uh, pass on, on on the flea flicker, and then they were in the end zone a couple of plays later. But that third and 18, I just felt the air go out of the Jaguars' balloon, and it never went back to them. If they got off the field on that play, things could have been a lot different. There's another time where the Pats are giving the ball right back to Jacksonville. Things could Maybe Fournette pops one. Things could have been different, but everything was going great for the Jaguars. I picked the Jaguars to win because I knew they were going to have that kind of day defensively. But they couldn't, they couldn't just hold on to the ball for, for three minutes, four minutes. They couldn't do it. That play, I said, oh, that was it. When that happened, I, I turned to Pam and I said, that's it. I said, that play is it. Watch what's going to happen now. And the Pages go in and score. They get the ball back. They score again, and they win the game. Four plays later, you get the the score, right? And you, you look at the the flow and how much space suddenly there was in that secondary time of possession, everything, first half, Jaguars, almost as if you, you that's the script you wanted. Mm-hmm. And then they just, I guess, decided to put it on cruise control, nice 60 miles an hour, stay in the right-hand lane, and, and do not – really do anything to shake it up because second half play calling was vanilla, very generic. You started to see some pressure from the Patriots. They started to bring the extra man. And then Bortles, again, in in game, one thing. A- afterwards, you're still scratching your head going, how does he not run the ball a couple of times? Just to keep him honest, because they had a couple of good looks where he had, he had a chance lanes, to outside right? the pocket. Because they did yeah. everything else out of those formations, right? They kept – bunching up the receivers to one side and then running the other way. And then they flipped the, you know, did the mirror image and the whole nine yards. It's like, all right, out of that formation, the only thing you haven't done is run Bortles. And then they still didn't uh, at all during the course of the game. So that's one that you, you scratch your head on. But that 21-yard completion to Danny Amendola, straight down the gut, mm. you, you saw good work on the edges. Uh, Got to give a lot of credit um, even though he wasn't catching passes like he originally was touchdown machine for Andrew Luck in Indianapolis. Dwayne Allen suddenly coming up huge uh, after the injury to Rob Gronkowski, which I had people that were 
saying, well, he should have been suspended a long time because of what he did earlier in the year. You know, the guy played the next week, right? <laughs> and I just get the, the look shot back at me like, what? Like, yeah, guy, guy was back on the field the next week after the Gronkowski. But, you know, good job of, of changing up your game plan. And even with no ability and, and no real reason to, to double anybody up without Gronkowski there, you still were able to find the open man. And here's the play Jaguars fans are going to be seeing for a long time. It's a third and 18. Pocket sealed for a moment. Brady's able to throw it. And they convert on third and 18. That's a huge play for the Patriots. Amendola with the catch for 21. Only Tom Brady. Watch the quietness in the pocket. You're going to see right up top here the end cut. See how he looks off the linebacker's left? There it is. Well, we cut Tony Romo off because he didn't see the play ahead of time. But that was it. That was the play that turned it. Now, now I have the 30-second segue into Tony Romo's analysis. Spot on, predictive, but he was no more fun than when he was just making random noises. Oh, 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 oh. Like, what's, what's going on, Tony? And you can tell Nance wanted to punch him in the face. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Meanwhile, what's going to happen with the Vikings quarterback situation? Today you had statements from Teddy Bridgewater and Case Keenum saying, we don't know what the Vikings have planned. A day after they get drubbed in the NFC Championship game, Teddy Bridgewater not happy being made the number three quarterback. He was inactive. Sam Bradford said nothing today. Bridgewater said, uh, you know, I want to start somewhere. Is that someplace Minnesota? And he said, I don't know. Case Keenum was asked, and he said, you know, it's it's tough. Today's a tough day to ponder it. I haven't really thought that much about it. I really haven't thought too much about it. You know, I love this team. I love these guys. I love the coaching staff. You know, I, I love this whole organization. I mean, the Wilfs are awesome, man. I mean, the day I signed, I get a call from, from the owner, you know, welcoming to the team, and they don't have to do that. That's 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 really cool. And from the top down, that just that trickles down, just the attitude and, and the character and the just the culture they have around here is, is awesome. Um, and, you know, not to mention – you know, Minnesota itself, man, the, the people here have been great. So what do you do if you're Minnesota? It's actually very simple. You can't let Keenum go, not after this run to the NFC Championship game. Maybe he's the right quarterback in the right situation with the right team. Is he a great quarterback? I don't think so. But is he a great quarterback with this team? Maybe. And I need another year to find that out. I don't want to give him five years, $150 million. No. So I'll franchise Keenum for a year, and I can't bring back two guys who were starters, who we brought in to be long-term answers at starter. We drafted Teddy Bridgewater to be our starter. Then we, then we traded for Sam Bradford to be our starter while Bridgewater was hurt, which was for about a year and a half. Those guys can't stay. So you let Teddy Bridgewater go, you let Sam Bradford go, and you ride for a year with Case Keenum. If it doesn't work and Case Keenum goes back to being the guy he was before – no harm, no foul. You move on. You find your quarterback then. But you can't if you if you let Keenum go, you risk mutiny. I know Bridgewater is very popular, and 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 look, I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. And if the Jets wind up with Teddy Bridgewater, I'd be very happy because I think this guy is a winner and he makes plays. But you got to realize the reality of the situation is you can't just say, "Hey, sorry, Case, see you later." And Teddy, you're the starter. Vikings fans would go; they'd be waiting for Teddy Bridgewater to stink so they can jump up and down and go, "See, you guys screwed up a great thing." Keenum comes back for one year, franchise him, give him $20 million for a year, and see if he turns into something really, really good and continues on, 
and you let Bradford go and you let Teddy Bridgewater go and you you know you draft a quarterback if you want or bring in a quarterback in free agency to be your backup. I wonder if the departure of Shermer helps uh, soften the blow. Should they decide not to stick with Keenum and maybe they can get a, a little bit of a, a hometown discount uh, on Teddy Bridgewater that he's still your future, but you know obviously we can't give you the twenty million. Do you want to? You know, because there is a lot of risk inherent with coming off the injury that he had and wondering if Keenum wasn't a product of Shermer's tutelage and his departure may be be the cause of, of things to go south. So instead of spending the $20 million, you say, hey, Arizona, if you want to float that out, Wilkes, you want this guy to be your starter? <laughs> you know, go pay him 18 to 20 uh, if you want. Or maybe Shermer says, all right, we'll find the guy of the future, but Case Keenum comes with me and now he's in New York and we throw Eli out the door. I know we talked to Jay Glazer earlier and the plan is to keep Eli around, but you know, plans change along the way. Either way, for the the Vikings, everything else is built with for that squad to continue to succeed, except now you need the the right trigger man. So intrigue in the NFC North. Twitter at How About a Fresca, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up in one minute, the one Eagles fan who stands for all Eagles fans, or actually, he doesn't stand, he actually collides and falls. We'll tell you all about that in a minute. But first, let's find out what's trending with Tom Looney. Mr. Looney. Okay, NBA performance of the night. Bookie Cousins, New Orleans Pelicans. Wow. Goes out to Cousins for three. Got it. Just patiently waited for it to come back to him. And Demarcus Cousins... Now with 42 uh, Sean points. Sean Kelly with a call on the Pelicans Radio Network. Boogie Cousins, no relation, 44 points, 23 rebounds, 10 assists. Pelicans tamed the Bulls 132-128 in double overtime. Uh, last NBA game of the night in La La Land. Clippers and Timberwolves tied at 106 with 618 left in the fourth quarter. Andrew Wiggins, oh nothing, 37 points so far for Minnesota. Uh, upset alert. Two of them in college basketball. 24th-ranked TCU, Pitts Noggle, 6th-ranked West Virginia, 82-73. And earlier, technical difficulties for 15th-ranked North Carolina. Unranked Virginia Tech, tarred and feathered number 15, North Carolina, 80-69. And now, more bad impressions, bad singing, but great sports talk radio because they be for real. Jason Smith and Michael Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Mr. Looney. Sure. Wow, bad accents and a bad singer. Yeah, bad Boy, he really went after you. No, the and, accent is good. I ugh. don't care if you guys ugh. don't know. You guys don't know about how they talk. We'll hear more from Philadelphia ugh. people coming up at the top of the hour. It makes me, me for real. It makes me very uncomfortable. It's hard. I'm a fool. It's hard to make me uncomfortable, but God, <laughs> that makes me very uncomfortable, and I'm not sure why. Yeah, it Tom, does. Tom, I'm sorry, Mr. Looney. Ugh. You're uncomfortable as well. But we'll talk to you again in about a half hour or so. <laughs> okay. We're live from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. So, in the annals of celebratory fans, yeah, the last few hours for Eagles fans has been a mixed bag. We heard stories of Eagles fans pelting the Vikings bus with beer bottles, drinks, all kinds of stuff. Vikings fans have told horror stories about how they were treated in Philadelphia their hats being stolen off their heads, thrown in urinals and urinated on. I mean, Frostburg does that to anybody wearing a wearing a hat of the Knicks. Um, you know, walking down that's the street. just a Monday. <laughs> yeah, fans, no, that doesn't need a championship weekend attached to it. No. Fans walking down the street and seeing, you know, 
random acts of violence. Many Vikings fans said, I don't even want to go anywhere near the Super Bowl if Eagles fans are going to be the ones who are around. You had another... Videos of guys chucking full beers at people. I mean, just I mean, it's I mean, it's Philadelphia. Next level. You know, some of it is anybody who wins, you're going to get some kind of celebration like that. But you know what? I didn't see any of that from New England. Granted, they're used to going to the Super Bowl in New England. But I mean, really, you're going to get that somewhere. But Philadelphia is extra special because you expect it from the fans because this is how a lot of them behave. You had another fan punch a horse. Yeah, we have serial horse punching. We're almost at a going streak. on in Philadelphia. Yeah, not just any horse. That's a police horse. You had a fan punch a police horse and get ejected from the link in the win over the Falcons. Just got ejected. Then you had another fan get arrested for punching a police horse after the game yesterday. Yeah, and he got so nervous he was going to get arrested as he ran away from police. He was taking his clothes off. You know, because they won't think, they know it's not me. They're looking for a guy in an Alshon Jeffrey jersey. But if I'm wearing no shirt, they're not going to know it's me. He'll be all greased up and ready to wrestle blue. <laughs> I mean, this is this is Eagles fans. You're my boy, Blue! But there's one Eagles fan who stands for everybody. Is it Tony Bruno? No, no. I thought you were going to say something. And his name is John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> On the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Very nice. No, I was waiting for you to give your normal line. Is Jesus? No, it's not Jesus. Is it Batman? Really? Batman. I think he's still at the women's march. No, the Eagles fan in question is the one who has now made it virally across the planet. This is the video of the Eagles fan in the subway who is running alongside a subway train as the train pulls out of the station and he runs into the stanchion and falls down. Was it a downtown train well, like Rod Stewart once sang it about? It was. All, all my dreams fall like rain. Now, when this video first came out yesterday, I was thinking this is like almost famous when Feruza Balk is running and going, William, your mother called. She runs into the thing. And it's hilarious. This guy runs into a stanchion while he's running alongside yeah. the train. And you think... <laughs> Okay, he's trying to run. He wants to get on a train. He didn't get on. The doors closed uh, before he got on. But now new video has come to light from TMZ that has video on the platform. And what the guy is doing is he is pumping up the fans on the train. He's excited, and he's yelling, yeah, at the fans. The fans on the train are yelling back at him. And then the train pulls out of the station, and he starts running alongside the train. And not only does we see him bump into the big stanchion, but he bumps in the stanchion and then hits the train oh. and then hits the ground. Well, because the first angle looks like he hits it square, right, and just kind of bounces. Yeah. yeah, and that and that's what you're left with. That that's the impression of all this is. But you get that second piece of film. This is how you go to the review booth in New York and you try to overturn. <laughs> you know, did the guy survive the ground? I don't think he did. Uh, no, I don't think he did because he, he okay. He pinballed off the edge of that. Post and it bounced off the train. Oh, he hits the post. Rod Flockhart hit the post. So Jagard Desai said he was okay and his pain eased because obviously the Eagles had won the game. And the booze. His, Don't forget yeah, the booze. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a job as a pharmaceutical rep and he believes he'll go to the hospital on Tuesday because, you know, he was still feeling sore at work on Monday. Here's the audio. You're going to hear him yell and scream. And then you'll know, and you can actually hear him hit the train after he hits the stanchion. <laughs> oh! Get him. Oh! Idiot! Yeah. Did he say idiot? Is, I mean, 
Yeah. It sounds like he said idiot. What's an idiot? Uh, it's is in that Philadelphia, Philadelphian that's for how we idiot. Call people idiots. We say, hey, idiot. No, he said, are you all right? Not, yeah, that's what I, I was uh, kind of wondering if he didn't... says. You, you, no, there's no. Yeah, yeah, right? It yeah. didn't quite are you sound all right? like, are you all right? Play it again. Oh. Idiot. Yeah. Eddie, you all right? Nah. Yeah, right. Idiot. Yeah, right. Uh, it's like Rocky. I don't the know. End of- <laughs> it's, it's hard. I can change. You can change. You know, in this fight, I've seen a lot of changing. Be a different movie if that was Rocky's accent. <laughs> Just a little bit. But I, I can't get over the fact that you can hear him from far away, because this is on somebody's cell phone. Yeah. You know, and, and you can hear him not hit the pole, because that's, you know, it's steel. But you can hear him hit the train and bounce off. Wait, what? The old Blackhawks, cold steel on ice. (laughs) Oh, that was him bouncing off. (laughs) That was him hitting the train, and he bounced off. It's what about a half a second from that train being gone and him flying onto the third rail? Oh, then it could have been scary. Yeah. Yeah, running after the yeah, train. Stay away from the third rail. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh, thanks for that. That's good advice. <laughs> that's good. And that's one to grow on. <laughs> Hi, I'm Justin Frostberg. When you're near a train, stay away from the third rail. Yeah, after last night out in Philly, a lot of the Eagle fans out there causing ruckus like what they were doing should be. Oh, my God. Well, it's, it's Eagles fans. You expect that from them. No, but. You know, that was uh, that was a little over the top. Wait, Next level. How stupidity. many? Oh, let me ask you this now real quick. Give me Imagine your going opinion. to a game, and you've been to hostile games. You guys have been to thousands of games. Imagine going to a game where you didn't feel comfortable for one second, where you couldn't open your mouth, or you would get punched in the face. Yeah, I'm a Jets fan. Every Jets game is like that. No, 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 but that's <laughs> that's also you. That's you're talking in accents instead you. of your... <laughs> Your own voice. Hey, I, I was I was afraid for my life one game when the uh, Jets playoff game in San Diego. These are Charger fans. You were afraid for and your personal afraid. safety. I said to Pam, I said, we got to go. Well, you were we doing a go. lot this of smack talking, we gotta I'm sure. Go. No, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't smack. It was just you they were mad. me as a loud mouth. It was, no, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. It was then I realized I can never go to a game again and wear a go to a game in a in a hostile environment and wear the opposing team's jersey. Wow, you got That's scared away I by was, San Diego. I was like, you know what? I can't. Not, San Diego. Not, not, not when I'm walking out of the, you know, the sta- well, after that's a playoff I punched game. them in the face. Not when, when I was walking out after a playoff game, after the Jets eliminated the Chargers, and I'm going like, yeah, mother blanker, blah, 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 blah. See, now and the truth comes out. Okay. But you didn't fear for your life at one second the whole day you were down there. Uh, not even once. Come on. Uh, be honest. No, I, no. He just end, kept yelling, not the face. When the end, when when, he, when when the Jets won in overtime, that I and and Chargers fans were really mad, and I look and I go, oh, all these fun people I was talking to throughout the game, because everybody if you was said really one cool. Word, you would have been beat up. Uh, no, I I, I said we got to go. I said time <laughs> to go, time to go, time to go. We got to go. Time to we go. gotta go. Speaking of us, we got to go. But coming up next. <laughs> There are going to be a few more tickets available for the Super Bowl because one team is not going to be going, and it's not a team you think. Who is it? Find out next on Fox. I hate that song. You can't hate this song. This is one of those songs, I don't know if it's from a movie, but it sounds like the typical beginning of a song from a comedy like with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg and Dak Shepard. Right, wait, I, wait, I was really it, picturing wait, Andrew McCarthy. No, 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 Teicher, take it out. We'll start it again. Hang on, take it out. We'll start it again. Like, 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 like you're seeing, you're seeing the trailer for a movie, and this way, wait, wait, wait. I'll tell you when to start. I'll tell you when to start. 
Like you see the trailer for movie and it's like this and it's three friends. One dated the other's mom. The other one dated the other's mom and no one knew about it. Watch what happens now when the families all find out. It's Will Ferrell. It's Mark Wahlberg. It's Dax Shepard. In blank my mom. Take that for data. See? It sounds like it's a, a trailer there. I got Dax Shepard in. Have they ever done a movie together, the three of them? Will uh, Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg, Dax Shepard? Ferrell. What I got? Foot stump. So, there's one team that's not going to the Super Bowl. Who's that? The Jets? What are you going to say? The Bears have been gone for No, no, no. There's one team not going to the Super Bowl. What do you normally say? Oh, I was going to say the two teams you picked to win this weekend. Oh, well, yeah. Whereas I got them right. But that's two teams. Just like I I told you. That's two teams. Well, it was an opportunity to pat myself on my swole back. Yes. And and as you would always say to me, oh, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back. It's rare that I take this opportunity to do so. I could do so far more frequently than I do. Today, you're going to wear it. (laughs) Is it Batman? No, it's not Batman. Batman. Is it the team of Chris Berman and Tom Jackson? And TJ. I was looking California and now feeling Minnesota for the Super Bowl. TJ. Uh, no, it's not Batman. It's not Berman and TJ. You said it. It's a trap. The Philadelphia 76ers had the chance to go to the Super Bowl. Everybody who's a Philadelphia fan is everywhere now. Every five seconds, Bradley Cooper is yelling and running and you throwing his Philadelphia it. Eagles at, and everybody. Yeah, but it's his moment. Born and bred in Philadelphia. Why is it his moment? Why is it his moment? Why? Why? Why is it his moment? Why? Because he wears a jersey. It's a forty-five-year-old man. He's wearing a jersey. Come on. Can't wear You're a jersey. Older like, than him, and rarely do you wear proper he's, pants. He's dressed in, I wear pants. You wear shorts. No, he's a 45-year-old man. He's wearing a jersey and a hat like he's a 10-year-old kid going to a game. What's for the wrong first with time. that? Hey, look at me. Hey, I'm just saying. Wh- what's wrong with having a little bit of childlike wonder in your life? You can have much child. I have childlike wonder on the show every night, but I'm a grown-ass man. I don't come in wearing a jersey and, and pants and socks and underwear, and here's a hat. And here's, I mean, come on. The Sixers had a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Head coach Brett Brown said, listen, you guys win eight in a row, all the games between now and the Super Bowl, and I will take all of you to the game. Whoa. Tonight was the Sixers' first chance to win their first game of the eight, and here's how it turned out. The Grizzlies finish off the Sixers 105-101. to Just the process. Ah, it didn't work out. Grizzlies Radio Network. So the Grizzlies win. The Sixers lose. They are not going to the Super Bowl. I think they'd at least make it interesting. Get three or four games in into the stretch. Joel Embiid had a bad game, missed four free throws, shot five of 13 from the field. He, he says, win eight in a row and they lose the first one. Just wanted a little bit of drama. Yeah, we're out. yeah that's like a real Knicks thing to do. Uh, no, no, the Knicks, they would just say, no, we're not going. We don't care. We don't have any desire to go. It's Absolutely. cold enough in New York. <laughs>
Yeah, that was sad. We we sat um, at the edges of our seats watching the end of that game. Meanwhile, the other big story in the NBA tonight, Boogie Cousins, an historic triple-double, the first player since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1972 to have a 40, 20, and 10 game. 40 points, 20 boards, 10 assists. He went for 44 points, 24 rebounds, and 10 assists tonight as New Orleans had a big comeback Beat the Bulls 132-128 in double overtime. Yes, it was double overtime. Bulls. But still. Oh, they got the win. That's the key. 24 and 10. 44, 24, and 10. Stat hog. Five turnovers. He's thinking. Five three-pointers made. Five threes. He's thinking, hey, Lakers, I'll be your point guard. Screw that ball guy. He's out indefinitely now, right? Yeah, I'll come in and play. I'm a center, but I don't care. I'll handle the ball. I hit five threes. Fantasy basketball position eligibility. Point guard and center. That'd be brilliant. I'm as tall as Ben Simmons. He's doing it. I could do it. We're good. Like the way you think. I mean, Let's I, shake up this trade deadline. I, I like I like that he hit five threes. No, that's pretty good. I mean, that's that, Is that a me, career that, high. That's the best part. I can't believe he's got more than five threes in a game. Let's take a look. He had only taken he had he's had one game, two games this season where he's taken ten threes. And he usually takes around five threes in a game. But tonight he was five for 11 from three-point range. Well, sometimes you just decide uh, tonight's my night. You know, if that first one falls, then you just start yelling rain man. If you're, if you're, look, if if you're, if you're Boogie Cousins, you're saying, what are they going to do? Fire me? I'll take as many threes as I want to. No, that's it. You're in charge. You're the captain now. Coming up, a big story out of the NFL that I'm right about. Fox. Greetings, hour three of the program. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios, where 15 minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance. If you miss any of the show, don't forget, you can always go to foxsportsradio.com, the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, download the best of parts of the show, the entire show, listen to it. Love us. Give us five stars. When you rate us, we'll love you forever and ever and ever. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. Whether we're talking about Eagles fans, Nick Foles, Tom Brady, Tom Brady's cut hand, all of it will be available for you right after the show is over. Do it! Now, before we get into something I have been proven to be really right about and not the AFC and NFC title games because I was wrong about both of them and you were right. Uh, tonight, a very big night because taking over social media, taking over a lot of the attention, the 25th anniversary of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, buddy. Five years. Bringing out a lot of the old wrestlers. Undertaker came out. Stone Cold Steve Stone, Austin. Yeah, Stone Cold. Three having a beer. The, the and then 16 signs. Sure. And then taking down Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon did the famous... Walk. Mm-hmm. Shane O'Mac was in. Yeah, D-Generation X. Yeah. It was fun yes. seeing all these guys. Oh, yeah. It was fun. You guys know? that are still there and you're looking going, well, I know he hit the back of the pharmacy this week. <laughs> Allegedly. All right. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, well, that's what Tom Looney says. You know, he, he he can pick out all those guys who hit the back of the oh, pharmacy. Mark Henry was there. Sure. Somehow they had the Godfather. I didn't get to hear the audio, obviously, because we're hearing the guy. Al Pacino was there. 
Wow, that's incredible. He's married now. You know that. The Godfather. Yeah, that's the game they're playing now, right? I mean, I, I didn't Who think that. Who saw that coming? Yeah, I didn't think that storyline, <laughs> the original, would play quite so well in 2018. But it's a fun, it was a fun night seeing everybody. You know, obviously, we're doing the show, so we're only getting to see a little bit of it as it's going on. You know, the the tease rolled right before we came on the air. Lesnar came out. A bunch of highlights from you know you saw Macho Man was in was in the highlights and everything, and and it was it was fun seeing it. Kid with a Syndergaard shirt. Oh, I like that. I like that kid. Here, that was right fun. by the rink. But you know, you realize that the modern era of WWE now, because really you can trace the WWE and the popularity of wrestling to two things. There was everything before. Monday Night Raw, and everything after. Because up until that point, wrestling was a Saturday morning pay-per-view type situation where you had to physically go see it. And once in a while, it was on cable or pay-per-view. And it was real. Well, the guys certainly bled a lot. It's still real to be sure. Hey, they're still falling to the mat. Still taking a 280-pound man diving on top. You know, Ram Jam is cutting guys, and it's, it's a big deal. But... You had that era of WWE where wrestling was, was, had become such a popular sport, but still it was something you cycled in and out of. You know, that was my time and sure. being young. And okay, now people, you know, who stayed with it, people are in their 40s and they're still talking about, oh, remember when this happened in 1998 and this happened in 2007. Once Monday Night Raw came and it was available widespread to the public on a larger scale. That's when everything took off. Then The Rock came in, and The Rock turned out to be the most popular wrestler that we had seen. John well, the Cena most electrifying in. force in sports entertainment. I mean, that that yeah. it really His name was. Is John Cena. It really was. To, that really was the beginning of the modern era of wrestling. Because you think everything going back, even The Undertaker <gasps> is still the modern era of wrestling. Hulk Hogan is the classic era. Iron Sheik is the classic era. But everybody from '92 and on. You know, The Rock and Stone Cold, that's still the modern era, even though Brother. these guys have been gone for a long time. That was still the modern Shawn Michaels, all these guys, they're all the modern era. Yeah, I always try to talk about the, we're, we're getting into going to a game and wearing a jersey into, you know, an, another stadium and, and all those kind of things, right, if you're a fan of the opposing team. But live events are, are ridiculous in every every type of sport. You're getting that emotional charge. Being at a wrestling event, my brothers and I, just for nostalgia's sake, went to WrestleMania when he was at Jerry's Palace, and it was one of the most fun experiences. Oh, sure, you lose your mind. You're long past mm-hmm. me, you know, hey, watching the, the soap opera in and out every week, but we we arrived in an Uber, good experience with the Uber driver. Uh, okay, you wouldn't tell he me, wouldn't tell me if it wasn't, so I, I yeah, can't. No, he had beers uh, for us, and that was good. Oh, but so then, that's good. An Uber driver had brought beer for you. Yeah. Oh, wait. We actually have Help audio. Help yourself. Wait, we have audio of you. Of me. At the event. Yes. Really? Yes. Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead, play it. I just want to thank each and every one of y'all for all you've done to your bodies. It's still real to me, damn it. I'll be. Thank Take you. Take it easy, man. I, you get very emotional. But we went into the parking lot. We didn't have a car with us, but we took over a couple of parking spots. Uber before, driver had beer for you. Yeah, and but so well, and we driver, brought our own too. So, so, so by the time we got out Stone to the parking Steve lot, Austin. wait, wait, wait. There I, were I a couple a, of people doing the Stone Cold Steve Austin slamming beers. I, I need, I need a twenty second time yeah. out here. As I say, I can't trust Uber drivers. So it's a cool story. The guy showed up with beer. Yeah. So you don't think he was drinking before he came no. to pick you up? No. Oh no, no, he saved it for you. 
That's what it was? No, it was for his passengers. Oh, He knew it was a big day. Oh, okay. So he wanted to take care of his passengers. A couple of them were cracked open. Okay, yeah. Here, finish that one up. So, so why we, is this beer in a screw top? Yeah, no, no, you're all good. That's fine. But you're then we good. we got into the parking lot and we started making friends with people dressed in costume with uh-huh. their own championship belts. And you started talking about old cards that you used to go to. We used to go to the house matches mm-hmm. over at the UIC Pavilion. All right. Or when the WWF would come to town, it would be out at the Rosemont Horizon. The pandas. <laughs> yes, the pandas. <laughs> Ass <laughs> with the steel chair, nonetheless, just like the famous logo they now have. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Uh, so while we're watching and celebrating 25 years of Monday Night Raw, I was right, and you guys have to give me credit on this because for the last couple of years, I've told you exactly how people from Philadelphia talk. Everybody, you know, I think it's like this, you know, and I think, you know, we had Wentz, we'd win, but, you know, we don't. So, you know, I think we're going to lose because it's just a city that we don't win nothing, you know. I mean, like, Rocky's won, like, twice, you know, in, like, seven movies. So, I mean, you know, that's not how they talk. It's more it's more like this, the way, the way that they speak in Philadelphia. This is how it goes. They all talk like this. And you guys won't give me credit for knowing this is how they speak, especially you get down deep into Jersey and Delaware this is how they talk in Philadelphia. There's no there's no A after the D. It's just Philadelphia. How are you? Oh, oh, nice. Yes. Oh, I think Foles can do it for us. And you guys have laughed at me. But now there's proof. There's proof. Yes. Is this you? No. As far as Did you know. Did you come no. in here and, no. and go and no. start speaking no. quietly no. and then have someone boost Why levels? Why was your car parked things? here early today? No, and I don't have Pennsylvania license plates on it anymore. I took them off. Whose car were you keying? Not on it anymore. I was, no, I was, I would, no, it was Bradshaw's car. So, Deadspin, our friends at Deadspin, and I say this because they hate me, our friends at Deadspin put together a two and a half minute montage of Eagles fans live on local news last night following the victory over the Vikings. And you're going to hear some Eagles fans, and you're going to say, oh, you know what, Jason was right. That's how they talk in Philadelphia. So, again, this is a a mashup. But first, let's hear the woman who was on the air talking about the Eagles winning and the Vikings. Go ahead. Some of these Vikings fans, I felt bad for them. See, I felt bad for I them. I want to hear the next couple of sentences of what she had to I, say. Well, yeah, no, why'd you cut it right there? Be, well, because that was where they stopped the edit on Deadspin. So Just that's seems what we like had to do. She had something important to say. No, I felt bad for them because they lost. No, play her again. Play her again, Teicher. Some of these Vikings fans, I felt bad for them. I felt bad for them. Because people are stealing their hats and, and pissing on them, and I don't like that so much. Eh... A lot of worse things could happen to you. But they, here, but that's secure that's the, the hat. Secure the hat. Go to the ground with the hat. Go to the ground. Survive the, the ground with the hat. I'll tell you what, Steven Seagal in. Survive the ground. We can't use Steven Seagal anymore. Why not? He's oh, in trouble. He's, he's in Russia. Oh, that's well, right. no, he's also got a lot of. Oh, uh, yeah, lot of, that's yeah, right. Yeah, a lot of accusations you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, now, here's another guy. Here's another guy from the newscast who is very excited to talk about the victory that the Eagles had. Well, I'm officially retired now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he wouldn't talk on camera, but 
we got this guy to talk on camera. I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. <laughs> you know, now that very, guy's well, from Philly. <laughs> you can't have you can't have too much sugar. It's not good for you. You can't have ice cream all the time. Can't go to 31 flavors. You He's from Salt Lake City, Utah. He doesn't fit the profile. You can't have a cheesesteak all the time. There's sugar, a lot of sugar in that sauce. It's not very good, not tasty enough. No, but here's the guy who's from Philadelphia. I don't think you listen too good. <laughs> you can't play the same guy back to back tight shirt. You got to have more drops than that. Well, there was a Wilfred Brimley in between. Uh, no, <laughs> you played Rocky and then you went to Wilfred. All right, here's the other guy. From the local news last night. Wentz goes down. Big Nick Stefan. That was a guy who cursed on TV saying Wentz goes down and big blank Nick steps the blank up. Except it wasn't bleeped out, but we did that for you. So he rhymed with Nick. Uh, yeah, he said thick. So how does this make you think that your accent is like theirs no, at all in any way possible? Well, yeah. no, you got to play the other guy that I keep saying to play. We played a guy and, named no, Rocky who's play, from Philly. <laughs> Where's Sylvester Stallone from? Look it up. He is not from Philadelphia. Uh, I'm officially retired. You know, I had to put this thing on because you know, that's kind of how I talk. You Originally know? from New York, New York. Yeah, so that's why. You know, people think Philadelphia is not. You know, I was born in New York. But here's the other guy, and you're going to hear him very excited talking about the Eagles. Very, very good. You know why? Because oh the international news taught us we couldn't do it last week, and then we did against Matt Ryan. <laughs> This week we did it against the Vikings, baby! See? They said we couldn't do it. International Times, which I don't even know what International Times no, is. No, I, I looked it up. It's um, it's a fake news site, the, right? No, it's about the resistance. It's about the resistance? Yeah, there's a lot of random... It's, it's a Star plays. Wars website? Well, not that resistance. I didn't know we had the best pilot in the resistance, Mr. Dameron. I mean, why would you cite the International Times? Yeah, I um. It's they're not gonna like, cover you know, the Death Star and Wiz. You know, <laughs> Death Star Wiz wit or Death wit Star Wiz wit out. Yeah, so uh, like the here's the first the International Times, the newspaper of resistance. I think we you know we have there's to, an animated Trump haiku. We have to get that Poe Dameron out there. He's the best pilot we have, and if he goes down, we'll put Foles in. Foles will blow up that new Death Star. Foles could do it. You know, in a short run, short range fighter, maybe an A wing or a Y wing, he could do it. Not go. in the X-Wing. The X-Wing might be too complicated for Let's him. Let's see. There's an article yeah, called, called I'm a Genius. If his leg wasn't broke. It's broke. Well, that, it's broke. That's true. It's broke. Now, Sly Stallone was active on uh, Instagram yesterday. Now, here's a statue that really knows how to dress like a winner, and it's the Rocky statue outfitted with a scarf, a towel wrapped around him. I don't and think you listen to good. And a Vikings jersey. Yeah, I have tremendous <laughs> respect for Tom Brady and the Patriots, but... It's about how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Was that your Rocky Balboa? Or did you kind of go halfway on it? I went halfway. You yeah, went halfway. that was bad. Yeah, you kind of went halfway. I went halfway. Because that's what winning is. That's how we have to no, win. No, no, no. I saw Creed Two is coming out, and it's going to be Drago is going to be in it. So you know Drago's dad is going to be in it. So you know Rocky better be in it, too. You have to go see it. I like the first one. We'll get one. there. Sure. You would get beaten up in Philadelphia with that accent. No, they would think I'm from there. They would think, oh, you're, you know, you're a native. They would think you were from the furthest place from there. Where are you from? South Side? Uh, Yes, I was. No, I'm from the South Side, just living on South Street. I would try to remember everything from Motown, Philly. Now, here's uh, an unsolicited testimonial from Twitter from Matthew. As horrible as some of Jason's impressions are, his Philadelphia one is spot on. As someone from New York City who has spent time in Philly. 
That's how they talk. How loaded is that guy? Well, come <laughs> on. Wait, check and see it wasn't the guy that ran into the uh, pole. No, it's not. It's not him? I already it verified. It was the guy who punched the horse, I Stop. bet. Stop. There's serial horse punching going <laughs> on. We're tweeting not... from jail. <laughs> Coming up next, we have more on serial horse punching in Philadelphia. <laughs> Plus, another evidence of, boy, the referees for the Patriots. But, oh, but here's why. Conspiracy theorists unite. It's coming up next on Fox. <laughs> the loser goes on the fire. Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith that show. ass up. Jason Smith show with Mike Harmon. We spent a lot of time tonight talking about the Eagles fan who ran into the subway pole and then hit the subway car that's gone viral. Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. One of the big stories of the day, the official announcement of the end of the government shutdown obviously trumps that. Ah, uh, see what you did. But, no, but for our purposes, the guy running yeah, this the, guy's, no, no, this no, guy no, was guy, a big come deal. Come on. Come on, the guy running. You are fake news. The guy, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't fake. The guy ran to the subway pole and then hit the subway car. And we got multiple angles now. Yeah. It's like a full-on film yeah. review. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's okay. If we could get the all 22 from oh. on top. And you keep rolling it back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> the fourth view shows who shot JFK. Oh, Whoa. That's breaking news right there, Mike. Incendium. Wow. Uh, but. The one Eagles fan, fans, we haven't spent as much time talking about is the guy that punched a horse on Sunday. And oh, now, I thought you were going to celebrate Bradley <laughs> Cooper. No, no. He looks like a little kid. Come on. He wears a jersey that's too long, a hat down, way down over his head. I mean, come on. If you were Bradley Cooper, would you want everybody to know who you were so they could They put him on you? TV. He wouldn't be at the game in a box if he didn't want to be, on, be seen someplace. I meant when you're walking in and you want to go find yourself something at the concession. Oh, because, well, if I wanted to be inconspicuous, I wouldn't wear a bleeping jersey and a hat. Like, hey, I'm like, every, nah, I wouldn't do that. But then you'd be just one of the crowd. Uh, that's how you want to be, right? I don't right. want to draw attention to myself. So I want to be You wear that. the jersey and the hat. Being a people, people have hit the point where, you know what? Being a super fan of a team is cool. It's great publicity. And that's why people do it. When the Royals made it to the World Series, suddenly everybody was from Kansas City. Here's a long-suffering Royals fan. Guys probably haven't watched the game in years, but this year they're good. Well, no, now, all the comedians all are from cool Kansas now. City, though. It's all cool. Well, you know, salt of the earth in Kansas City. Yeah, evidently. they. But they, everybody they, wants they, I'm they a super comedians fan. well there. No, no, I'm a super fan, and look how great. Oh, now, yes, it's it's great free publicity as long as you show up. When's the last time Julie Louise Dreyfus went to a Northwestern tournament? Oh, wait a minute. All right, but you get what I'm saying. How dare you <laughs> she try to, to besmirch the All right, she went to their good first name one. with Julia Louis Dreyfus. She did go to their first one. It's okay. <laughs> but if I say the story about the Eagles fan punching a horse, you go, yeah, you talked about this last week. No, no, no. There's now serial horse punching. Uh -oh. <laughs> because we told you last week about the fan that got thrown out of the link during the Falcons game who punched a police horse. On Sunday, another fan punched a police horse. Punched this horse in the shoulder. Another one. In trying to evade police, he started taking his clothes off because, you know, oh, if they're looking for a guy in a, in a, in a Ron Jaworski jersey, if I don't have it on and I'm just wearing a T-shirt, they're never going to know it's me. So they found him and they arrested him. This is a 19-year-old kid. And now, you know, I'm hoping we're not 
pushing this forward and you advance this narrative. But now, two weeks in a row, two people punching police horses. Potential for a streak. I mean, come on, man. Got to have those PSAs get cut. Maybe Bradley Cooper could do one of those. People, people, people. Hi, I'm Bradley Cooper. You know, sometimes an idea is not a good one. Just look at me deciding to do Hangover 3. Punching a police horse is quite the same thing. All right, Hangover 3, check cleared. Yeah. And that's Because he needed the money. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. It's like when I see like Jennifer Garner doing credit card commercials because she needs the money, right? I want to come down and do a well, credit maybe, card commercial. Maybe she goes and does some wonderful things in the community with that money. Okay, all right. Or maybe well, she buys herself maybe. some nice things. Okay. What, she shouldn't take the job? Sure, no. Bradley okay. Cooper should say no? You're right, no. I'm what, not... Maybe he just had a lot of fun hanging you, out with You just Zach wanted Bradley Gale. Cooper doing PSAs, and I gave you a Bradley Cooper PSA. No, but I, then you got I'm angry Morgan about Freeman. it. Hi, I'm Bradley then you Cooper. Then for... you got angry that they were doing these bits. For that movie when I played a chef that, you know, was done like eight years ago, and they finally released it like a year ago. I enjoyed that chef movie very much. Was it called you. Burn? Yeah. Was it okay? I, I thought it was pretty good. They shot it like in 2004, and they released it in 2015. That's right. I, I watched something called The Polka King this weekend. Polka, polka, polka. With Jack Black as a guy who was a polka king in uh, Pennsylvania who ran a Ponzi scheme. You know that Jack Black, <laughs> and he's got a Ponzi scheme. Did I don't? You know sometimes Ponzi schemes you can make money on them. I mean not all the time. Look at look at the Madoff in the Mets. But like we could we could win it. I think. All right, then. Anyway, so now we have serial horse punching. And, I, you know, I wonder, is this going to happen now? Because people think, oh, that guy punched a horse. That guy, oh, I'm going to punch a horse. We got serial horse punchers. Really a disturbing trend. You know, you have the greased up poles. You have this guy running naked. All right, all right, all right. No, wait, yeah, wait, it's, no, wait, wait, wait. Well, it's this a is, slide over baby this is, hour. This is the, hey, this I'm trying is to now. plant seeds of imagination and creativity uh, across this great globe yeah, of ours. still borderline. This is the 14th yeah. time in the show. No, it's third. You've brought up greased up poles. Like, like out of nowhere, like deciding, no, 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 hey, you, Mike, you, how was your weekend? This is germane to the yeah. story. Hey, Mike, how was your weekend? You know, there's greased up poles in Philadelphia. I just like those greased up poles. Run my hands up and down them, up and down them. I like greased up poles. I, hey, Mike, where'd you get those sneakers? You know, there's greased up poles in Philadelphia. I don't think I, I like have them. quite the one-track mind. No, that's kind of what you've done all night. Well, tonight. I think you're kind of exaggerating. No, that's I, I, exactly what you're saying. I mean, I, I say, hey, hey, you know, I, I thanks for uh, uh, the guacamole tonight. You know, there's greased up poles in Philadelphia. Well, it was an important part uh, to talk about the celebrations you bring up and the preparations that the municipality had made including telling businesses to make sure they locked everything up you bring and anything up. of value couldn't be seen from this right. from the street yeah the cops weren't going to help you in philadelphia no they told you to beat it it's like escape from new york <laughs> they know, readily admitted there's no, no, too much know, stuff going I on here i swear to god you know what it reminded me of seeing the the police Offer you know, hey, listen, when the when when if you have a business, make sure you roll top down, keep everything locked, stay off the streets. It reminded me of the countdown in the purge when they you know the one night the purge movies. I yeah. tell you, very underrated. Yeah, uh, you're a big fan of movies. Yeah, but the purge, the 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 synopsis is murder is legal one night a year, and that stopped people from getting killed all year round. So the one night a year, anybody is allowed to kill anybody except for a government official. So you have to hide and stay and make sure no one can get to you to kill you. And, like, you know, the preparations people do on the day of the purge, you know, the roll top down and, the, you know, they're putting all these preparations down and, you know, putting up blocks of cement and all this. I felt like that was what Philadelphia was. They were getting ready for the purge. Nice. Yeah, it's it was really a strange 
convergence of events. I mean, just the these releases, like here's what went up to store owners. Here's here are police officers with Crisco. Here are all these why other. You, why are you bringing up? Why you keep bringing up the grease poles and Crisco? Because I mean, it's you part. Up, no, you didn't need to bring you. No, got, you, you need to. No, you need I, to because they deployed lots of man hours. I was to doing about, that. I was talking about violence and movies and guns and horses, and you just said, you know, Crisco. Hold on, cold that horse out there. I mean, I completely was, you know, on the time you said. And I'm no. trying to dissuade violence. Crisco. Yes or no? Do you have Crisco in your bag right <laughs> I now? I do not. Do you have Crisco? If I opened up and looked in it, am I going to find Crisco? No, you're not going to find Crisco. You sure? Am I going to find any kind of grease? I don't think so. <laughs> really? Yes. Am I, have I, a, I carry a little thing of vegetable oil with me so I can <laughs> I can start making my own. Uh, I got a little deep fryer in there while I'm at it. You sent it all to Philadelphia to somebody. I did. You know, use this grease because, you know, the they, Chase, there Chase might be a shortage. Gonna, he's going to find it in my bag and I can't be found with no, it. No, there might have been a shortage. Okay. In Philadelphia after yesterday. <laughs> Twitter at Al Fresca. Mike is at Swollen Dome. Why do you say it that way? Because I was going to say swollen greased pole, but you know, I, I don't, you know, I didn't know. Wow, I didn't know how that would, you know, come across, and I realized I just said it anyway. I like greased up poles. <laughs> Coming up in one minute. How many more times do the Patriots have to get the benefit of the doubt on calls, and people go, "Yeah, but," before you realize something just isn't right? But first, I like greased up poles. A guy who is always right. Thank you. Who has never greased up a pole in his life. Tom Looney. Thank you so much, Jason. Big fan of your work. A last NBA game of the night ended just minutes ago. Clippers and Timberwolves. Blake Griffin will just dribble this out. The horn will sound here. A target set of the Timberwolves have won their second straight without Jimmy Butler and Jamal Crawford. The final here from Staples Center tonight, 126 to 118. That's a member of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association. He used to sit in this chair. Alan Horton, voice of the Timberwolves on the Minnesota Timberwolves Radio Network. Andrew Wiggins had 40 points for the T-Wolves tonight, but that was not the NBA performance of the night. That title belongs to Boogie Cousins, New Orleans Pelican. Goes out to Cousins for three. Got it. Just patiently waited for it to come back to him, and Demarcus Cousins now with 42 points. Boogie Cousins, no relation. 44 points, 23 rebounds, 10 assists against the Bulls. Sean Kelly with the call Pelicans Radio Network. Pelicans tamed the Bulls 132-128 in double overtime. Two upsets in college basketball. 23rd ranked TCU. Pitts noggled 6th ranked West Virginia 82-73. And earlier, technical difficulties for 15th ranked North Carolina Unranked Virginia Tech, tired and feather number 15, North Carolina, 80 to 69. And now we forge forth into the night with a guy whose Philadelphia accent impression is to Philadelphia what Billy Owens is to the NBA. Oh! Jason Smith and his very patient co-host Michael Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Wow, that's the first time Billy Owens been said on Sports Talk Radio. Ever. I mean, I know. Did they have. No, that's Billy Ocean. Sorry. That's Billy. No, did they have uh, Sports Talk Radio in like the early 90s? (laughs) When Billy Owens was playing? I I think there might have been WFAN in New York and Extra Sports 690 in San Diego, and that was probably it. Wow. He had a good run, though. Billy Owens? That's sure. not bad. Depends yeah. on how you define good run. Yeah, no, my, my good run is not losing in the first round of Richmond, which is what he did his junior year. <laughs> all, all I know is this. Got 12 years of checks in the NBA. That's all right. Okay. And you'll take it. All right. 
It's always down to money from Mike Harmon. Thank you, Mr. Looney, as always. Appreciate it. Fox Sports Radio live from the Geico Studios. Call 1-800-947-AUTO. Find out how much you could save on auto insurance. So, Patriots beat the Jaguars. Yes, they did. I was wrong. I had the Jags. Things looked good for me for a long time until they didn't. You had the Patriots. You had both games right yesterday. I had both games wrong. But the two reasons I gave that the Patriots why, why made me nervous about the Jaguars. Was one Tom was, Brady's never been hotter. One, no. Tom Brady's never been hotter. There it is right there. Here's why Brady's the greatest of all time. One was because of the Jaguars' self-satisfaction after beating the Steelers. They were able to play a huge game yesterday. That was not something that affected them. The not preparedness, no, they were ready. They simply kept giving the ball back to the Patriots in the second half without getting first downs, and eventually the Pats broke through. The third and 18 pass to Amendola, that was it. That changed the game. On third and 18, 21 yards on the drive that made it 20 to 17, that tilted it. That was where the Jags had to get off the field, and if they get off the field there, they probably win the game. But they don't, and the Patriots go on to win. But my other thing was the officials. And what did we see? A big discrepancy in penalties. One penalty called on the Patriots. Six on the Jaguars. A couple were incredibly damaging. A 50-50 pass interference penalty that led to the Patriots' touchdown right before halftime. The quick whistle on the Miles Jack fumble recovery, which it doesn't matter that Miles Jack recovered the fumble and ran the other way and people said, oh, it's going to be a touchdown. I mean, maybe it's not a touchdown because the Patriots stopped running when the whistle blew. Maybe upon further review, when they look at it, they're going to say he was down by contact because clearly when Miles Jack is grabbing the ball, it he's in contact sure. with you know the player. And then when you're in contact with a player and that's in the process of recovering a fumble, you're going to be ruled down by contact. All of that I get. It doesn't mean it was going to be a touchdown. It doesn't mean it was going to be something that turned into a bigger play. But the quick whistle, the whistle right away, Jack recovers the ball and bang, it's blown immediately. It's a clear recovery by the Jacksonville Jaguars and the whistle blows right away. Why? Why? When when clearly we've seen plays like this, it goes on, they go back and look at it. But the whistle was blown clearly. We had officials after the game congratulating Tom Brady. After they won, he's going to the Super Bowl again. Not that every call had to go the Jaguars' way. Not that you can point out all these penalties that weren't called. Well, I'm sure you could point out many penalties that weren't called against the Patriots. But how many times do the Patriots have to get the benefit of the doubt on a call? And people say, yeah, but here's why, before you realize that happens way too often. That the Pats get benefits of calls that shouldn't go their way, and and people go, yeah, but here's why, and you go, all right, and then you hear it again and again and again and again. It's like if you hear stories about one of your child's friends, and you hear one story that doesn't make them sound like a good friend, you go, okay, and you blow it off, and because someone explains why. But then you hear again a story by they're not a good friend, and someone explains why. And then another story, eventually you're going to tell your kid, don't hang out with them. That, that doesn't sound like a good person. Yeah, but there's reasons why all this happened. No, it sounds like they're all excuses. And How many times does something like that have to happen until you realize, okay, this happens way too often, and maybe there's something to it? I mean, it's just the law of averages. You would think at some point there'd be a game where they wouldn't get the vast beneficiary, wouldn't be the vast beneficiaries of the calls, but they are. 
I mean, all of it, every time something happened, I said, of course they're going to get that call. It's the Patriots, and it's in New England. They're now, part of it. it is your Jets fandom is going to take you down that deep, dark highway, Jason Smith. I mean, there's no I'm, question I'm about always, it. No, I'm always on a deep, dark highway. There's, I'm a Jets fan. You, I live on a yeah, deep, yeah, dark but, highway. But your Jets fandom is going to be a part of what you're looking for in a Patriots game. And I'm not the only, but I'm not the no, only one. No, but what happens? We start talking about how a team plays, efficiency, and the way the Patriots have been low these 18 years of being fundamentally sound, the excellence of execution. Nice. Since, I mean, we're Happy celebrating we're on 25. I mean, come on. But those kind of things where if there is a, a tweener on what might be a penalty, then maybe the, the flag doesn't get thrown their way. Not saying it's right or wrong, but if for years it's the, well, they, they do the little things right, it's it's like the you were probably more of a troublemaker than just stealing the mailbox, but that's the only thing that you've copped to in four-plus years of doing the show. I, I That's the one bad thing I've done you, in my you life. Did, you didn't steal any uh, candy candy bars at the uh, Five uh, and Dime? Uh, oh, yeah. when I was a kid, I'm sure. It just sucks for you. It's a felony. No, it's not a felony. Well, the, the mailbox It actually is. is but yeah, yeah. But no, 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 well, no, not on a Sunday. If no, you steal is. a mailbox on a Sunday. I don't, I don't think you're exempt enough. No, I wouldn't tell no the audience that. That no. is not true. Don't yeah. just go and try that. That's like selling people to go punch horses. What are you doing? Don't tell anybody to go punch a horse. That's kind of what you're doing. No, you. Ju- I didn't say it. You just said it. Bring up, bring up greased poles now. Go ahead. The sentence well, is I, probably I am, a lot less if you punch a cop horse than stealing a mailbox. Oh, I don't know about that. No, I think you get. You think, don't mess with people's mail. No, but but on a Sunday when there's no mail, you're not messing there with anything. There is mail on Sundays. I stole a mailbox and I put it. It was on a Sunday morning and I put it back. So you're before, admitting to it? Yeah, I said I. I said I did that. Wow, but I put you. it back. But <laughs> did I really steal it if I took it and put it back? I did, or did I just borrow it for a little while and then I put it back? No, it's yeah, still there's no such thing. On a Sunday, there was no mail. It's not a crime. No, it's still a crime. Nope. Yeah, no. Nope. I, I think if we Punching go to the, the police, what would you rather? If I said to you, what would you rather be in trouble for? Stealing a mailbox on a Sunday when there's no mail inside, so they can't see you. That stole. doesn't make it better. No, but here's the thing: if you steal a mailbox and there's no mail in it, it's much better than no, if it's you steal still a mailbox a federal crime. with mail. No, but if you don't steal the mail itself, it's the mail itself being stolen. It's the big deal. I understand the mailbox is someone else's property, but. If there's no mail, how in do it, you know Saturday's mail wasn't in it? Oh, when that's I took good it, there point. was no mail in it. So you opened somebody else's mailbox. See, that's well, yeah, that's a to, part of the crime. That's a federal crime. I, I had to open it to get it off the yeah, thing. Yeah, see, that's see now you you're admitting the, the layers of your crime and your your felonies and problems that you've that's had. No, with I don't. You, you you know what? You need to look that up and make for sure that's a felony. If you're going to accuse me of that, All right? Find out for sure if that's a felony. Tampering. I'm thirty percent sure. It's good enough, right? All right, we'll look it up. We'll figure it out because I don't think it is. In fact, I tampering think with mailbox federal offense is the third thing is. to come up. Oh, of course, because you've been doing it all the time. How serious is it? Is tampering with a mailbox a crime? Wow, really? I mean, even I know it's a crime. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I knew that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, you have to watch Mets games the rest of your but life. <laughs> yeah, that's been my sentence. That's penalty that's what for tampering with a mailbox may be a fine. Okay. Or serving time in jail. Fines not more than $1,000. Jail term should not be more than 20 years. What a whore. Don't make it more than 20 years. Oh, okay. Tampering with mail and yeah, is it, a federal crime it's and not fraud a joke. risk. There was no mail in it. It was 25 years ago when I put it back. The people 
Don't even know that I took it. Well, I was really trying to trying I, to make a because you guys bring it up. And now all it's the gone time. sideways. On no, me. no, no. Again, because you, you just, got very defensive and angry. No, good. Bring up bring up Crisco and grease poles again. Go ahead. You haven't brought that well, up in is four the minutes. Slide over baby hour. I mean, if people want to get a little innovative and inventive, whoa, with their nighttime procurement. I like greased up poles wow, and whoa. activities. I mean, <laughs> have at it. There we go. I mean, you're the one uh, recorded on tape, right? You're the one what? that said you liked it. I, what, are you, what are you talking Multiple about? times. Multiple times. Did we not hear that title? I like greased up poles. No, that's not my voice. No? That's not me. No. I like me. greased up poles. That sounds no, like no, a guy no. from that Philadelphia. That was Jason Smith from Philly. It's not me. <laughs> no, no. I would talk. Look, I tried to climb up that pole. I couldn't get all the way to the top. I just kept sliding down. So I just decided not to do it. And I went instead. I, I took a Vikings hat and I peed on it. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next, a very special play of the night that involves a bounce, a bounce again, and hitting the deck. Fox. I'm going to eat that ass up. I like greased up poles. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Everybody's got a to-do list. Everybody's got a to-do list. Get a Vikings happy. Drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk. Here's an idea. Let's add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance. And the good thing is, you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. All you got to do is go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket. It just may be the most rewarding to-do you do today. Uh, Before we get to the play of the night, how much longer will Kevin Love have in Cleveland? You know, we spent a lot of time tonight talking about the AFC-NFC championship game. Eagles fans, the future for the Vikings at quarterback, Brady, the officials. Oh, by the way, if you miss any of the show, in a few minutes it goes right up. The best of iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. You can listen to the whole show, parts of it. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, FoxSportsRadio.com, iHeartRadio app. Rate us, give us five stars. We'll love you for the rest of our lives. But Boogie Cousins, first player since... Kareem Abdul-Jabbar to go 40-20-10 in a game. 40 wow. points, 20 rebounds, and 10 assists. Also had five threes tonight. But a new report, big day for uh, Agent Wojnarowski, who broke the Jason Kidd getting fired story. Sure. And then also He, he broke, knew before Jason Kidd did. He did, Yeah. Jason Kidd. Listen, I'm just going to watch TV. But Woj also broke a story in which Kevin Love is now the target of criticism from his Cavaliers teammates. He left Saturday's loss to Oklahoma City with an illness, and then he missed practice on Sunday because of the illness. And the players are questioning the legitimacy of that illness. How much longer does Kevin Love really have in Cleveland? Well, we got two weeks till the deadline, right? It's like the Cavaliers and LeBron James have decided we're going to blow up this team to get other pieces in. Because what's going on is not good enough. And now I haven't heard enough from our front office, from Dan Gilbert. from any, So you know what? We're going forward. Now we're upset and we're pissed off at Kevin Love. So now we're going to have to trade Kevin Love somewhere to get somebody else. They're trying to push him out. He's a big trade chip. Whether they're upset legitimately for his reason, being ill, not coming, or whether this is something that's some kind of strategical story, this is what's happening. They are running things as if to say, you need to, we're going to force the front office to make trades at the deadline to make us better because we're not good enough right now. 
Well, we've seen it. They gave Golden State their best shot. That was the best game they've played in a couple of weeks. Yeah, there are a couple of wins in there, but you know, in terms of an all-round 48-minute effort, they just didn't have enough to get over the hump there. But there have been some bum efforts. What, the 148-point game is what we're talking about here against Oklahoma City. And so for Kevin Love, you know, you got to have a fall guy. He's a high-priced fall guy at this point. Over the weekend, LeBron James had to address rumors about Ty Lue and whether he was sticking around and, and really kind of pushed that off, gave that the Heisman and, and pushed that off to the wayside. It was just a big day for news. You had Jason Kidd firing. You got this latest thing of Damian Lillard going straight to Paul Allen and saying, hey, I need some help. Mm-hmm. So it, NBA heating up, taking full advantage of, hey, there's only one more football game. It's our time now. But there is still only one story that can be our play of the night. When this first broke yesterday, there was one angle of it. The Eagles fan who was on a subway platform in Philadelphia, and he was running to the train, and he ran right into the steel pole, a la Sapphire and Almost Famous, a la Harry Potter trying to get on platform three and th- uh, nine and three quarters in what was it? The second one. Chamber of Secrets. Bum, unable bum, to do so. Bum, 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 bum. But then another angle came out. TMZ had it. Turns out the fan, 42-year-old Eagles fan, who is okay, in this other angle, you see him bounce off the stanchion of the pole, and then he actually hits the subway car Yeah. before he bounces back onto the platform. Here's the audio that was captured by someone videotaping on their phone, him pumping up fans, yelling at Eagles fans. He was actually running alongside the train, continuing to yell and talk smack with his other fellow Eagles fans. Listen, you can hear the point when he actually hits the train. (laughs) Oh! Get him! Oh! Yeah! There it is. You can hear him. And it really sounds like the guy said, idiot, idiot. But you can hear him just bang and hit the train. You don't hear him hit the no. stanchion, but you hear him hit the yeah, train. Yeah, he certainly takes that, the, the full brunt of it. Uh, I asked on Twitter, at Swollen Dome, uh, is the Philly accent legit? My Fox Philly Day? accent, Is yes. your Philly accent legit? Absolutely. 24% said, yes, he's a star. 76% thus far saying no chance. No, 22 there's, hours there's, left. There's not enough people voting on that because it, this this is how Well, I need one more for it to be statistically uh, relevant. All right, wait, wait. I'll, Once I'll, I get to 30, I'm good. Okay, hang on. Let me let Obviously, me, we'd like more, but let me go and vote. We and didn't say publicize it's legit. it a ton. No, no, no. I'm going to go and vote and it's going to be legit. And if we put a dog mask on you, maybe it gets even better. There we go. I voted. I'm up to 27% now because I voted. Nicely done. Coming up next is my buddy Ben Maller, because this is how people would say it. Hey, Big Ben in Philadelphia, he's a big deal, even though he's in Pittsburgh. I like greased up pole. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... 
right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.